Ladies and gentlemen, help me welcome to help us tonight, none other than Mr. Fred Hammond! Jesus did it 
time after time. Oh yeah, ah, it's got it all. When it turns the corner, in the corner, in the miracle, miracle. I read my Bible, here's what it said. Said he said, 5,000 with two fish and some bread. You can name it the world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's say it one time. He's a miracle world. He's a miracle world. Oh, miracle world. I read my Bible, and here's what it said. It raised up Lazarus Good morning. Good morning. Y'all know I was over here crying. Y'all know I was crying, so calm down. But good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, man. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Y'all know how I am. Y'all know how I am. Good morning. 
Oh, yes, God. It's Monday. It's Monday. It's Monday. Wake up. How y'all doing? Yes, God. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe called off work today, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meeting with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, right spirit, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no aggravations, irritations, frustrations, no accidents or incidents, because you definitely probably going to have some of those. But when you allow God to cover your day, go before you throughout the day guess what things may happen but it won't go wrong things may happen but it don't end up being bad because guess what i believe by faith that all things are working together for your good just continue to put god before you amen amen with that being said good morning everybody and welcome back it's time for us to go ahead and kick it in prayer yeah, I know how I am. Yeah, I know how I am each and every day here on Waking Up With The Prophet. I believe in praying. I don't know about y'all, but I believe in praying. I believe in covering my mindset. I believe in covering my spirit. I believe in covering my day. Even if I don't get on here every day just to pray, guess what? I'm going to get up every day and take some time to meditate. Take some time to take a moment to hear from God. What is God saying in my life? What is God saying about my life? What is God saying about my day? Because there is a moment where God wants to speak to us all. But truth is, if we never posture and position, ourselves to hear from God, then how do we expect to hear them? I was telling one of my friends this past weekend, I said, in order to get in contact with me, you have to know my frequency number. Prophet, make it make sense. In order to contact me, you have to know a phone number that is able to get in contact with me. You have to know the level of my frequency to get to. Some people be calling me on Instagram, Facebook, all the other stuff, and I get it, tribute to them, them ways work too. But guess what? You ain't gonna get access to me on them ways because all of my notifications are off on my social media. I'm, I am I get too many tags, tweets, likes, and all the other stuff. And it, it, even when it look like none, I get too many of them to be, you know, no, I turn my notifications off. But with that being said, I tell people all the time, get into alignment with God. Learn God's frequency level. So every morning when you wake up, you take that time to spend time with God. All right? All right, with that being said, I'm going to stop because I ain't trying to preach. I know how it is. I, I, I ain't nobody's preaching. I'm just, I'm, just trying, I'm just trying to be motivation. Amen. Amen. All right, with that being said, though, let's go ahead and kick it into a quick prayer. And then we coming back with more inspiration. We coming back with more music and all that other good stuff. All right? All right, let's tap in. Let's tap in. Let's tap in. De la mandi andolo bokoti andole bansi zevedele mi ansora bakati andole bekotala rastele vedolo mandi andole bekisi andole bache vikata la manda vukotora sivili andole mentonia si pada bokosha da bandi andole de bokotia likata lebe ora bansi yes God we thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to you right now, God, giving you grace, glory, honor, and praise. God, we thank you right now for this minute, this moment, this second, this day, this hour, this week, this season, this century. God, we thank you for everything that you've done. God, we thank you, oh God, for... For, uh, for waking us up this morning with a sober mind, with the activity of our limbs. God, we thank you, oh God, for your mercy, your grace, your love, and your peace. We thank you, oh God, that even as we slept and slumbered, you did not allow the enemy to overtake us, but God, you gave us grace, mercy, and peace. So God, we honor you in this moment. We thank you, oh God, for just being God all by yourself, for sitting high, but still being able to reach down low and pick us up. God, we thank you for rescuing us. We thank you, oh God, for lifting us up. God, we thank you for allowing us to make it here this Sunday. 
day when other people didn't. God, we thank you, oh God, that you did not take us out or you did not allow anything else to take us out, God. But you loved us, cared for us, and blessed us. So, God, we thank you on today. God, we give you glory, we give you praise, and we give you honor because no weapon that was formed against us was able to prosper. So, God, we thank you. Father, we thank you, oh God, for everything that you've done, everything that you're doing. And God, we thank you for the things that you have yet to do, but we know that you're going to do it. God, we thank you. God, we thank you for our privilege. We thank you, oh God, for, for the pleasures that you give us. God, we thank you for the gifts that you give us. God, we thank you. Father, before we come to you asking you for anything, God, we want to posture our mind, posture our body, posture our heart, posture our spirit to honor you, to give you glory, and to give you praise because you are duly worthy of it. So we thank you for just being God and God all by yourself. Yes, yes, Lord. And Father, even in this moment, as we honor you, give you glory, praise, and honor, and worshiping you, Father, we also take a moment to repent. We take a moment to step back to apologize and reset ourselves. God, we repent for every sin, transgression, and iniquity, any offense, oh God, that we may have done to any person, oh God, anything that, God, that we have done, oh God, to commit a harm, a sin, an offense, oh God, we ask that you will forgive us as well as you will allow your people to forgive us. God, we even ask that any person that has forget, uh, that has harmed us, sinned against us, that has offended us, God, we ask that you will allow us to forgive them as well. Father, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit that we may worship you in spirit and in truth. Father, give us the heart of purity. Give us the heart that's gentle, kind, that's loving, God. Give us the fruits of your spirit. For you said we know men by the fruit that they bear. So, God, we ask that you'll increase the compassion for us to maintain and hold the fruit that you have given us. God, expand our territory. Expand our thinking. God, expand our love. Give us more of a capacity to love, God, to forgive, God, to be gentle, patient, and kind, God. Father, even as we pray now, God, continue to cause our mind, our minds to come into alignment with your will. God, cause our hearts to come into alignment with your will. God, cause our heart and our minds to come into alignment with each other, that for it can line up with your will. Because oftentimes, Father, we have a battle within our mind and we have a battle within our heart. But God, we know that it is your will that prevails. So God, we thank you right now. We honor you right now. God, we give you glory, praise, and honor right now in this moment. Father, we ask that you will continue to saturate this room, continue to saturate our lives with your love, with your presence. Father, protect this room, protect this space. God can protect this grace that you have given us. Father, bless us with a new passion. Bless us with a new anointing. Bless us with a new strength. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for your grace. Father, download into us the agenda of heaven as we move throughout the week. Father, download into us whatever we need to know, God. Give us what we need from you on this week, God, that we'll want for nothing. Father, continue to bless us, and we'll continue to honor you. We'll continue to give you the praise, glory, and honor. And Father, even as we pray for those that are in connection to us, God, we ask that you will bless those that we are not connected to. Cover the ones that we are not connected to. Father, the ones that don't have a voice in their life, God, we ask that you will continue to pour into them. Continue to uplift them and push them. Father, touch our nation. Father, touch every child returning to school on this week. Father, there are some schools still opening. 
And there are certain people that are still in anxiety and still bitterness and still hurt. But God, I ask that you would heal every person, oh God, in the educational system, from the teacher to the principal to the superintendent to the student to the janitor. God, get into their minds and get into their hearts, oh God, that they'll be effective within their own community, that they'll be effective, oh God, in their school, that they'll be effective in their lane, oh God, that they'll be effective in the calling and the purpose that you have introduced into their lives. God, continue to bless them and sweep through them. God, walk over this land, God. Continue to walk through this land, God. Let your presence be known and seen in our life. And it's in Jesus' name. We give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise because you are worthy of it, Lord. And we thank you. We thank you. We thank you, we thank you, and we thank you. And I want you right now to take a moment, wherever you are, just to thank God, wherever you are. God, we thank you. Without asking you for anything, we thank you for everything because we know that even without asking you for certain things, God, we know that you're going to bless us with it. There's some people who don't even ask you for things because they have the ability to go out there and work for it. But God, here's the thing. When it comes to the things that I can work for, God, I still thank you because I have the ability to go work. There are people right now that don't have the ability to go work. There are people right now that don't have the ability to do anything. But God, I thank you that you have given me the grace to do anything. That you have given me the grace to do everything. So God, we bless you right now. I thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. I'm trying to come up out of it. I really am. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to come out of it. But God, I thank you. Mm. With tears rolling down my face, I thank you. Yeah. All right, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. Come on back. 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 Good morning. Good morning. Hallelujah to God. I know we had to take ten minutes. I know. I know we had to take ten minutes. We had to. We had to take ten minutes. Lord, have mercy. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from, whether you listen, whether you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, someone working out, maybe you called off work today. We just want to make sure that you're still starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that starting your day off the right way with a little God, with a gospel, but little Jesus, it tends to go a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Not saying you don't have no ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, because you might have some of those. But at the end of the day, when you allow God to work through you, cover your day, cover your mind, cover your spirit, things go, you know what I'm saying, a little bit better. And truth is, it's Monday. I don't know what your weekend look like. But guess what? 
the fact that you're here means that we got something to smile about. I ain't gonna cap. And I was gonna tell you how part of my my weekend rewind, but you know, I'm the I'm the host and I'm the prophet, so I'm gonna go ahead and talk as much as I want to. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? I ended up having a cousin that passed this past weekend. In the middle of me having some events, I had to cut my my cousin comment was like, you know, you heard the news. I said, What news? And immediately, you know, I expected the worst. And just as I expect, she's like, Your cousin died, Ashley died. I, I, oh my God, it hurt me so much because of course I'm one of the people that everybody comes to in my family when it comes to like prayer and stuff like that. So I didn't even know the fact that I was so busy and didn't even know it kind of took me out because bro, like my, like my cousin and granted she was married into the family. She was actually my cousin's wife, but me and her had such a connection that she felt like part, like she felt like blood cousin. And it's just, man, my heart was hurting. My heart grieves. Because when you think about how 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 fast a minute, a second, a day, an hour can change your life, dog. <laughs> Jesus, I'd be so thankful for every second, every minute, every hour, every day that I get to wake up. Even if I'm in a good, bad mood, bad mood, when I got a, th a thousand things on my plate to do or nothing to do, I'm going to wake up grateful because somebody did not wake up. Somebody died. Somebody's family is hurting because you didn't wake up. And guess what? I refuse to not wake up. There are even times where I get on this show and I be like, man, let me get on here. Because guess what? I need them to know it's time to get up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. With that being said, though, y'all know I'm going to stop right here. I got to wipe my eyes because I, I don't like that crying stuff. I'm a thug. I'm a, I'm a gangster. I like to thug it out. <laughs> so I ain't going to do all this crying. But no, let me get to the song. So we can get to the scripture of the day and we can get to our check-in, our normal schedule program. Y'all know how it is. We're waking up with the prophet. We be on 10 early in the morning. And I thank God for it. So do me a favor. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room, ping the room, like, tag, tweet, comment, subscribe. If you're watching on Facebook, YouTube, whatever the case may be, we finna cut to another song. And then we coming right, right back. All right. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. This one of my favorites, too. I'm gonna do this little song. I want y'all to keep it easy. A little song called Tent Revival. Oh, yeah. 
know I need you to take me to church. Take me there. It's feeling like a Something's burning, my heart is burning, one desire. Yeah, ooh, ooh, say, it's feeling like a
Good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home for it, already at work, so I'm working out, maybe called off work today. Whatever the case may be, we still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good right stuff. Because I just believe by faith that when you start your day off the right way, it tends to go a little bit better. Not saying you're going to have no bumps, ups and downs, no bumps and bruises, no no accidents, incidents, no aggravation, irritation, or frustration. Because you're definitely going to have some of those or one of those or something. But guess what? I believe that as you allow God to cover your day, allow the Holy Spirit to rise up in you and all the other stuff, Things tend to go a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just believe by faith, tend to go, things tend to go a little bit better. Truth is, last Monday, guess what? I wasn't feeling my best. And I told y'all I wasn't feeling my best. You know what I'm saying? I was honestly, I was like, I ain't feeling my best. You know what I'm saying? And then kind of had a, was having a rough day. And then what made my day even rougher, I got into a whole car accident, wrecked and towed in my car. But guess what? You think that's going to allow that obstacle to stop me from getting to the opportunities that God has blessed me with and already given me? Ham and cheese, no. God blessed me with the ability to go out here and make these opportunities, get these uh, these, uh, these, these great blessings that he's given me. So guess what? I'm not going to allow the enemy or myself to even stop me. That's one of the biggest things that we have to think about. Sometimes it's not even the enemy. Sometimes it's yourself. And you got to make sure that you're not stopping you. Does that make sense? You got to make sure that you're not in the way. You got to make sure that you're not your own hater. Amen. Because a lot of people, you be your own hater and understand and don't be understanding why you ain't getting nowhere in life. Because you're your own hater. Because you, you, you hate on yourself. Why? By not being consistent, by not being committed. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. You know what I'm saying? People people talking about what they don't know ain't, ain't your haters. What, what's a hater is somebody who's hating on what you already doing. And you be up, come on now, pull, pull yourself out of it. Pull yourself out of it. We don't get it. Amen. 
Amen. With that being said, that's your motivation a minute for Monday. <laughs> but no, let me go ahead and get to the scripts of the day. Y'all know how it is. Got to get to the scripts of the day. And I tell people all the time, even though it's just be some of us in the room or even some of us on the live, guess what? The devotion part of this service is the favorite part of this show for me. Why? Because we get to come in and have a moment with God. It's not just a moment with prophet or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? No, it's a moment with God. You'll be surprised how many people don't do devotion no more. You remember back in the day, we used to wake up and we used to do devotional service. You used to have to wake up and pray. Or you used to have to wake up and listen to some gospel music or something. Yeah, so many people nowadays don't do that. They've fallen away from life, which is why look at the generation of kids falling away from God. But it takes us to be committed to show the love of God, to show the presence of God. You know what I'm saying? Literally, to show the love of God and to show the presence of God to people. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I believe in doing. So make sure y'all start y'all morning off every day with a little prayer, with a little gospel, with a little scripture of the day, even if you get in the Bible verse of the day from Bible Gateway or a little Bible app on your phone. Make sure you read the word so you can constantly meditate on that day and night because it keeps you strong, it keeps you stable, and it keeps you mentally focused knowing that everything is an on you excuse me did you hear that it keeps you calm it keeps you fucking and it keeps you knowing that everything isn't on you with that being said though let me get to the scripture of the day really quickly scripture today today comes from john chapter number six john chapter number six starting at the 29th verse and it reads jesus told them this is the only work god wants from you Believe in the one he has sent. I'm going to stop right there because that's how the scripture says. John chapter 6, starting at the 29th verse, reading from the New Living Translation, it reads, Jesus told them, this is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because the scripture is basically self-explanatory. I believe by faith that the Bible lets us know that we can't get into heaven by our works. The Bible says, um, not of works lets any man should boast type of thing. And this scripture lets us know that although we want to do everything under the sun sometimes to make it seem like we were living for God, we're working for God, all this other stuff. Guess what? The true work that God requires of us, the true test of what God wants from us really it's to believe in him, to believe in the one who he has sent, which is Jesus. The one who said, guess what? I'm going to break myself in half and send myself down to earth and be sacrificed, sacrificed, crucified and convicted. Here it is. That's a new word. I'm using that because these people talk about Donald Trump. <laughs> But Jesus said, guess what? I'm going to sacrifice myself and I'm going to go down to this earth, be sacrificed crucified and convicted, or I think it was the other way around, sacrificed, convicted, and crucified, whatever, you know what I'm saying, for the people, and God, all, all he wants from us is to say, guess what, believe in my son, believe in the one who I caused to come down there to be sacrificed, crucified, and convicted for you, that you may still have an opportunity on today, that you may still have the ability to advance on today. Many of us do not understand how it is to have a stain on us, but God says, guess what? I'm going to remove that stain by becoming the stain. And I thank God that guess what? Because of the sacrifice that Jesus gave me thousands of years ago before I was even born, guess what? I'm still able to be considered righteous on today. I'm still able to be considered loved on today. Amen. Is, is that not what Jesus is? 
Okay, if not, oh, well, y'all gonna have to get me together because <laughs> I just love God. And I thank God that every day I wake up with a fresh mind, a fresh heart, and a fresh revived spirit. Guess what? Okay, what nobody said I did yesterday. I'm gonna apologize, I'm gonna repent, and guess what? I'm gonna let God go before me. Why? Because I know that if I continuously believe in him, the one who God has sent, guess what? I'm gonna continue to walk in the path of that righteousness. I'm gonna continue to walk in that spirit, that presence. Amen. Amen. All right, I'm gonna stop right there because y'all know I ain't, I ain't nobody. I ain't here to preach or whatnot. That's why I got all these other preachers, prophets, and all these other people to come in. Because truth is, guess what? I want to hear from them. I want to hear from them, and I love different perspectives. So yeah, I want to hear from them. But with that being said, let me go ahead and stop because it's time for us to go ahead and check in. It's nine fifty-five, uh, nine fifty. Uh, what, what time is nine fifty-four to be exact? Which means it's time for us to check in. And y'all know once nine o'clock hit and everybody starts flooding this room, we'll never hear music again. So let's go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Get to our last song, and then we coming right, right back. Cause y'all know how I am. I just love the praise of God. I love reconnect with y'all. It's Monday. It's time for the weekend rewind. I gotta tell y'all all the famous people that I met. I gotta tell y'all how great God is. Like it's crazy how great God is. It's crazy. It's crazy how you go into an accident and then still got the opportunity to meet people that like I'm just listen. When I tell y'all, I just want to melt and cry because I'm thanking God. It's hard to see yourself rising above obstacles. When you don't have opportunities or when you don't have people around you or when even when you haven't even ran into those obstacles before. But one thing I'm learning is there are certain obstacles that I'm running into that it's like I'm realizing God got me running into this obstacle. Why? Because the faith level that I need to be at requires it. It, it literally requires it. And if I don't take the time to be on my bed, to be on my top, to also keep that mindset knowing that God got me, then guess what? I'm going to give up. I'm going to be defeated. I'm going to quit. But truth is. I can't do it, and neither can you. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep being persistent. Amen. Amen. With that being said, let me come to my last song real quick, right before 9 o'clock, and then we're coming right, right back so we can get into our normal check-in. Do me a favor. If you haven't already, please, 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 please. That's part of being a Christian and sharing the love of God, spreading the gospel. Do me a favor. Ping some people in the room. Share the room on your Facebook, your Twitter, your Bebo, your MySpace, your Snapchat, your Thread, whatever you, you use. Go ahead and share it and let people know that what God is doing in this space ooh, is a blessing. But let me go ahead and get to this talk and then we have it right, right back. All right? All right, let's go. You're the picture of the promise for 
Welcome back. Welcome back. Lord, welcome back. Good morning. Stop, Google. Jesus Christ on the cross. I'm over here already tears and crying. I don't know what it is about Mondays that be making me want to cry all the time. Lord Jesus. <laughs> but I'm just over here just in tears because, man, when you think about it, everything I needed, he provided for me, dog. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, no, I, be, I be laughing and crying at the same time. I don't know how that works, but it just be... I don't know. That, my time in God be cool. I don't know how y'all. I just be like, oh, gee, thank you, Lord, because I just know I'm crazy. I know I could have messed up my life. I know. I but God still be blessing me. He still be making ways. He still. What? Oh, my God. I don't see how people don't be loving God. 
Anyway, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, then you caught up for today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. With that being said, the time is now 9.05, which means it's time for us to go ahead and check in. Y'all know what's 9 o'clock here. Everybody saw a bombarding room coming in the room, and we'll never hear music again. So I like to go ahead and get our little check-in and die devotion started right before 9 o'clock. Because you know what I'm saying, 9 o'clock hit, oh, it's time to turn up. Amen? Amen. With that being said... Let's go ahead and check in. And y'all know how we check in each and every day here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your morning off? Excuse me. That water getting to me. Excuse me. Yeah, what's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how you starting your morning off? Meaning, you know what I'm saying? Instead of one to five, how you feeling? For those of you that's watching online, or if you're in the chat and you want to go ahead and not come up, but you want to drop it and interact, go ahead. Drop it in the chat. Tell us how you feeling. If you're on the one, I hope by the end of the show, you had at least about a good three or four. If you're at a three or four now, guess what? By the end of the show, you better be on a five or six. If you're at a five right now, guess what? By the end of the day, we better be on a ten. Just because I believe in encouraging people, helping people, benefiting them. Even if that's just giving them a hug, giving them a smile, being nice to them. You'll be surprised how many people are, are lives are changed just by people being nice. Like, come on, I, literally, I was in a room with billionaires this weekend, and I realized so many people was just excited because they were nicer than they thought. <laughs> they were kinder than they thought. They got a picture, they got a hug. And guess what? People are grateful for those things. So guess what? Be the light in somebody's life. Amen? Amen. With that being said, let me go ahead and check in, because y'all know I got to go ahead and start off. Prophet, go ahead and check in, please. do 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 It's on you. All right, let me throw my music on. There we go. Good morning. <laughs> Y'all gotta pray for me. I'm silly. It is how I am full time. Lord Jesus. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning once again. Um, I'm feeling good. I'm on a good five. I'm on a good solid five. Um, honestly, don't really got nothing to complain about. Don't really got nothing to make me feel bad. Every thought, every emotion, every idea that tried to make me feel God. God pulled it out of me real quick today. I'm talking about sometimes I sit there and I wallet in it and I let those thoughts get to me. I let some of the things that I see get to me. But guess what? This morning, God said, uh-uh, we're not doing that. You're going to wake up and you're going to shine and you're going to grind. And that's what I'm doing. I'm waking up shining and grinding. So I'm on a good five today. Had an amazing weekend. I'm going to tell y'all more about that as we go forth throughout the weekend. But it felt so amazing to be able to bump shoulders, rub elbows, shake hands, and have conversations with people who I know God has called me to connect to and reach to. Sometimes people always tell you about it's what you, people have always said you gotta know a lot and all the other stuff. But I'm realizing it's not about what I know, it's about who I know. Granted, I know a lot because I am God's prophet and I'm smart as heck. But at the end of the day, I realize that there's a balance in between those things. And one thing I tell people all the time, my assignment and my mission in this earth is to bridge the gap. It's to bridge the gap between what? The smart and the, the, the educated and the uneducated, the rich and the poor, the church and the Unchurched, the gay and the straight, whoever is, is it needs to be bridged. That's what I'm bridging. And I thank God because this weekend gave me the opportunity to understand why God has uh, blessed me with the access that He has given me. So that was completely amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm on a good five. Like I said, the weather is looking real good right now. It rained, I think, like last late last night or something like that. But I was in bed asleep. Man, when I tell you my weekend has been crazy, that I was knocked. I was knocked. I didn't even get up on time this morning because I was so tired. But at the same time, I still got on here on time, which I praise God about. 
Um, but the weather right now is 75 degrees. It's supposed to be 89 as we go throughout today. And we're supposed to be getting some rain later on today. But y'all know it's Monday. I'm trying to stay in the house on a Monday. Um, now, granted, I do have two interviews I have to do today. Um, one is for a social media coordinator for this company. They want me to be their social media coordinator and director. Um, so I have to actually show up to that. And that's around about 1 o'clock. So I'm going to go to that see how that's working with them. And then, of course, the event manager position um, that I'm getting ready to, to I probably probably get hired on for, but they want to do a third round of interview with me. Um, they want me to talk to the COO, uh, I think today to see, you know what I'm saying, how we can move forward with it. Because truth be told, my role as an event manager isn't someone who's always there to manage the event, but to do logistics, to coordinate, to make sure things are set up. You know what I'm saying? I love working in systems. I love building the infrastructure. So me, once I put things in place, once I set my teams up and stuff like that, guess what? Y'all need me. And that's a great thing that I've learned this weekend at InvestFast. When you're trying to be a billionaire, when you're trying to move up financially, guess what? You can't always spend as much time in your business, working your business. Because guess what? You can't grow the business if you always there working the business. No, you got to be able to expand and, exp and expose yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I thank God for all of that. Like, because that's what I had to encounter this weekend. But yeah, I'll tell y'all more about that as we go throughout the day. Um, that's my weather. That's my breakfast. I mean, yeah, blah, blah. I ain't get my breakfast yet because y'all know I don't eat breakfast until y'all start talking. When y'all start talking, I start eating and cooking something. Right now it's this bottle of water and then I'm probably going to go grab me a nest quick. Um, but yeah, that's my weather. That's my breakfast. That's a little bit about how my day is starting and all the other good stuff. Do me a favor. Pull to refresh. See where you guys are on the stage. If you haven't already, go ahead and share the room, ping the room, tag some people in the room, like, share, comment, subscribe, tweet, whatever you want to do. And then let's go ahead and get this check-in started. Started with Mama Lynn. Mama Lynn, do the loop. It's on you. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Let me do this. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm glad to see you, Prophet. I'm glad to see you. I'm glad you're well. Sorry for your loss. Be praying for you and your family. Uh, I'm on a 10 today. And uh, breakfast, as y'all know, is coffee with Prince Vanilla. The weather here is finally cooled off. Yay! Because it was so hot. It's 63 degrees while a high of 84. Um, my weekend was great and um, didn't do too much, but it was great. And that's about it. Throwing it back to you, Prophet. And thank you for my music. Love it. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> no problem, Mama Lynn. No problem. Thank you so much just for being here. Listen, I missed you guys this past week. I really did, especially you, because guess what? Your voice is so smooth. And when you get on here, even though it be low, you just be so smooth sounding when you come on here. And I love it and appreciate it so much. I really did miss y'all all last week. But thank you guys so much, especially for the ones who checked up on me over the weekend, who checked up on me last week. Shout out to Ebony. Shout out to JY, Mama Lynn. All y'all like for, for just following up. Thank y'all so much. I love this family. But speaking of, I'm going to throw it over to my boy, JY. JY, it's on you. What's going on, y'all? You caught me just right when I got back in the car. Um, trying to pump gas and stuff. It is today. Wow. Right now it's 78, but we're going to have a high of 99. 
That's the first time in a long time we ain't three digits. Lord Jesus. Um, no breakfast so far. I'm on my way to go pick up my buddy and take him to the airport. Um, I'm sitting at a, probably a good three and a half, four. Uh, I've been having like sinus for the longest. It's been tearing me apart. Um, but pretty good weekend, to say the least. Uh, we ain't doing weekend rewind yet. Do I do? Do I need to tell you what happened on weekend, or we just checking in? Profit. Oh no, I said you good. Not yet. We can check in real quick, and then we are gonna come back. All right. Well, that's it. No breakfast. Just kicking it. All right. Catch y'all later. Awesome, 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 awesome. Listen, okay, bad, bad. See, and I want to hear about y'all weekend so bad because y'all know I be social media stalking. But, you know, on weekends when I'm kind of busy and stuff like that, I can't always social media stalk as much <laughs> as I am. <laughs> so guess what? I definitely want to hear about it. But y'all know how check-in go. If we do uh, our weekend rewind in between our check-in, y'all, I don't think we'll ever, like, get to, like, a topic or anything because we'll just be going. So, yeah, let's go ahead and finish check-in, and then we're going to come back to the weekend rewind. Because I was stalking a little bit, but I ain't seen. So I want, I want to see, like, what y'all was doing this weekend? Because I don't know why, but it seemed like everybody, had a busy weekend. I'm talking about all across the board. Everybody's weekend seemed like it was busy or something was going on. Like, what? what is it? <laughs> I don't know, but hey, we'll find out. Uh, Keith, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Good morning. Keith might be on the call because it's Monday morning and somebody probably calling about their insurance. <laughs> Look, Lord Keith, he gonna, he gonna tell you, somebody call about the insurance. So listen, I, I understand, Keith. Let's at least drop your mood in the chat, drop the weather in the chat if you can, and then we can probably scoop it back over to you in just a second. But I see me also got Ebony in the building. Ebony, good morning, good morning, good morning. Again, like I said, thank you so much for following up with me this weekend um, or this week. You know what I'm saying? Just pushing me and whatnot. Even though I wasn't on here, I appreciate those people that actually reach out and care and show their uh, concerns. So thank you so much. But yeah, you know, I'm throwing it over to you. Go ahead. Loop. Hey y'all, good morning. Um, it is 75, I think it's right. Um, it's only going to be 81 today. Um, it's not going to be too hot. Um, let's see, the girl is off to kindergarten. Today is her first day of school. She looks so cute in her little uniform. Oh, so cute. I posted on Facebook. I haven't posted on my Instagram just yet. So, like that. She's going to cover that with her brother. Um, I really didn't want breakfast. Um, probably went and got some. I just wanted a Sprite from McDonald's. That's all I wanted this morning. I'm sure I'll eat at some point, but that's it. Um, scale of one to ten, I'm a, not a four. I'm not a guy, I'm just because I'm tired. So I'll just go. And, uh, yeah, that's what you found. Ebony, what you said was for breakfast? You said McDonald's. My husband got McDonald's, but I didn't want food when he got it. So I was like, just give me a Sprite. You know, McDonald's got good Sprite. It's like, just give me a Sprite. That's all I oh, want. McDonald's got good Sprite. <laughs> they do. They really do. Their Sprite is stronger than Sprite. Sprite, Sprite, Sprite ain't that strong. So. <laughs> it make you make that sound for like, ah, like, yeah. <laughs> I got it, like, two, about two hours ago, and it's Still super strong, like yeah. Even without, it still got the fizz too. <laughs> right. 
Oh, I'm screaming. <laughs> That's what's up. That is what's up. That's what's up. And it sounds like everybody's starting their day off a little bit better or, you know what I'm saying, at least good, even though we had a long weekend. At least everybody's starting their day off good, which is good because after a long weekend, I tell people all the time, sometimes on long weekends like these, I love to just, like, do nothing on a Monday. But truth is, stuff life don't stop. Life keeps on life and life keeps on going. So there's really no stopping. And I thank God for <clears throat> y'all people that have kids and still have the strength to keep going. Because I don't know how I could do it. I'll be trying to date and still don't be getting it right. Because I'll be like, girl, get it out of my face. I'm not trying to deal with you today. And that'd be so rude. I don't be trying to be rude or sound mean about it. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? Life should be life. And it's like me as a young man, I'm still growing how to do life by myself. Let me just be honest. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think everybody growing how to do life by themselves if they still single. But you know what I'm saying? I be learning how to do life by myself. And of course, I be having to try to date and all this other stuff. And I be learning. I be like, how do y'all do all this other stuff? And then have whole three and four people to actually care about. Like y'all be having husbands and wives. Then y'all be having like two, three, four kids. That y'all be having to think about and feed and, and house and clothes. <laughs> I would be frustrated, aggravated, and irritated. Like, little ninja, you don't even pay no bills here. Like, why are you here? But I thank God because y'all are able to do it. Y'all inspired me because, whoo, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, I definitely want to go ahead and get into the Weekend Rewind and some of the things that we, you know what I'm saying, seen and experienced this weekend. Um, of course, I named the room Paradigm Shift only because not only do I sense that in my spirit prophetically, like being honest, but even the conversations that I was having this weekend was kind of like a paradigm shift for me. Um, uh, I was in a, yeah, I was on here for a brief second Friday and I told y'all Friday cause my photo, I did a photo shoot Thursday and the person who I did a photo shoot with was with a guy named 19 Keys I knew nothing about. And that's why y'all got to stop also playing folks too, or we got to stop playing in people's faces because just because you don't know them don't mean that they ain't known. Just because you don't value them, don't mean that other folks don't value them. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in this place doing this little photo shoot, and I'm like, I don't know this 19 Keys person. I'm thinking it's a little rapper. I'm doing a little photo shoot for his clothing line. Dude was a whole vibe. Dude is a whole, yeah, it, like blessing. And I th I hate the fact that we didn't turn this influencer word over it made it so applicable to everybody. We didn't talk told everybody that they influence, and I hate that now. But this man is one of those type of people who has literally kind of influences the culture, um, put an imprint on the culture, and I liked it because he hosts something called High Level Conversations. Um, I think it's like a podcast as well, like a TV show or something like that. And sitting down with him, doing a photo shoot with him, like literally, I was only one of, I was the only male brand ambassador as well as model. You know what I'm saying? Literally the only one as a male, um, which was interesting to me because normally they do have, you know, a couple males, a couple females, but literally I was the only male there um, as a model this weekend, which was amazing. In addition to that, though, sitting down with dude on Thursday, having a great conversation with him, learning how he got to his level, trying to figure out what he's doing with with where he is and where he's going was a great thing for me. And even able to see him on the InvestFest stage was a powerful thing for me because, you know, of course I was running around working um, and I wasn't doing nothing but just being a model, talking to people. But even still, I was running around working so I didn't get to see his whole speech when he was on the main stage. But even just those small backroom conversations are a blessing. Like, people don't know. I've always had access for some reason behind the scenes. Like, even with me 
famous preachers like Benny Hinkarn. I done met all of these people, you know what I'm saying, before. But it's the behind-the-scenes conversations where they're able to debrief, take a moment, and they just chop up something simple with you. Granted, you just there in the atmosphere, and they be like, well, what's this, what's that, you know what I'm saying? Like, who? what's your name? I'm Omar Uthawu. And then developing the conversation based off of that was literally amazing for me this weekend. So that was one of my little weekend highlights, you know what I'm saying? Just being able to do that little photo shoot with him, being able to relate to him, connect to him, and see who he is. In addition to that, of course, I was able to see Miss Tandy from All Queens Men, and I'm talking about that lady was so fine in person. I said, God, anybody who knows me knows I'm a goofball for real in real life. So, of course, I'm on the cricket stage because this was my third event. Yeah, it was my third event on Saturday. Yeah, because I literally did a four-day weekend type of thing. But my third event Saturday was a cricket jamboree for the MEAC and SWAC challenge here. So, of course, um, Jack was it Jackson State? Yeah, Jackson State from Mississippi and South Carolina State met here in Atlanta, Georgia for, you know, the SWAC MEAC challenge. And, of course, Miss Tandy was one of the game day ambassadors and stuff like that. That's kind of like the level I'm trying to move up to. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, she was the game day ambassador. And, of course, we, you know, you know, just having fun in the jamboree. She walking across. She was in our booth and whatnot. But I didn't see her. I, I got there late for one. I got there late because I did three events. But when I show up, hey, I show up and now I'll be minding. But anyway, yeah, I got there late. And, and in the midst of me getting there late, she walking across my booth. And I said, Miss Tandy, Miss Tandy. She stopped and looked at me and said, no, you did. You wrong for that. I said, hey, that's, that's, that's your name. That's what I know you as. I ain't know her real name was like Rashad. I, what's her name? Was it uh, Jay Walker? Y'all know who the lady is. She a comedian. She funny too. What's her name? Like Rashad Ali? Yeah, her. Whatever. I ain't know the lady's real name. So I just bust out her character name. And when I tell you, it was just amazing, you know what I'm saying, being able to sit down and talk to her, have a vibe with her. Because most of the time, these people are actually coming to, like, our area. Most of if you know what I'm doing, I'm, like I said, managing the event, managing the booth, managing the tent. So they come to our area. Me, I'm normally one of the loudest ones, funniest ones. So I'm over there talking to her. So she was an amazing heart, amazing spirit, amazing person. Another person who I was able to see, and then I'm going to throw it over to somebody else because I want to hear about y'all weekend too. But another amazing person I was able to see, wasn't able to actually sit down and have a conversation with him. But, of course, he was in the room with Steve Harvey. And my boy Uncle Steve was in that mug. Now, of course, because Uncle Steve is an Omega, all the, all the Omegas was over there scrolling, turning up, trying to meet Uncle Steve. So even when I had the opportunity to get closer to him, I couldn't even get out of there. Like, I'm talking about, he had the Omegas surrounding, uh, surrounding him like he was um, Louis Farrakhan and then was the Nation of Islam. I'm talking about, they, they was around that pack. Like, he was the president and the FBI. It was it was a lot. But the fact that of the matter was, I was able to actually be in a room, being a space with Steve Harvey, to hear him speak about certain topics was amazing. Last person. I think this is my last person. I'll tell you about some of them later on. But another person who I did not know but actually met and started following up was Robert Smith. I think he was one of the founders um, along with Steve Harvey because Steve Harvey is one of the founders of InvestFest. But um, there's a man named, I think it's Robert Smith, who's literally like one of the richest black mans in America. And I did not know that. Like, I did not know this man was like a, a black, one of the richest like billionaires or something like that in America. And what's crazy is <laughs> it was so amazing because I, I don't know how true this was, but I know it was probably true. They said it's only like five black billionaires or black millionaires in America or something like that. And out of the five black billionaires in America, 
three of them were at a vest fest. And most of them were like in our area, because you know, all the vendors, all the pop-up people, all the keynote speakers, you know, are normally in the same area, same hallway, same meeting rooms. And I'm literally like walking past these rooms, like, dang, you a millionaire? You a billionaire? You a millionaire? Here I am over here being a hundred air. God increased my money. <laughs> I said, God, let that grace be on me. It's Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But yeah, along, uh, along the lines of like Steve Harvey, Robert Smith, uh, Tandy, all them other stuff, there were so many other people who were in there like Sean Diddy Combs, Jeezy, all them other people. I didn't get to meet all of those people, but I did get to meet several people. Like Tab, Tabitha Brown was there, was able to see Tab. Tab had an amazing spirit, had an amazing speech, even in her conversation and dialect. It was just so enlightening and enriching because it empowered me in a direction that makes me think that may, yeah, that makes me think that there's no reason for us to be tired yet. There's no reason for us to be tired. There's no reason for us to quit, especially me, because I'm only 30. But for all the people who are still running, who are still chasing, who are still fighting for the next level of life, for the next level of their dream, for the next level of their vision, guess what? It is still possible. One thing that, listen, and I'm like I said, I'm a pastor after this. One thing that blessed me this, this weekend is they were asking me something. And me, of course, me trying to be humble, just staying out the way and all this other stuff, but still being informative. I was like, I don't know. I'm just a model. You know what I'm saying? And of course, the lady walked up. She was like, hello. You said what? I said, I'm just a model. I really don't know right now. She said, no, you're more than just a model. You're in this space for a reason. You're around her for a reason. So don't just keep diminishing yourself to being just a model. I said, you right, ma'am. She says, know who you are. I know that you're a king. What do you do for a living outside of my life? I told her, I'm waking up with the prophet. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And she told me something. See, right there. God already called you. God already anointed you. A man of God. You are a king. So continue to walk in that. And I think out of all the things that I heard this weekend, I think that was one of the most powerful pieces of advice that, that, that I can actually take and say it really blessed my life this weekend because I actually sat on it and meditated for it. Because truth is, sometimes we do diminish ourselves. Sometimes we do devalue ourselves more than anybody else in the world. We oftentimes talk about haters here, haters there. But truth is, sometimes we can be our own biggest haters. Stop even and, and look, while I'm saying this, yeah, I'm, I'm preaching to myself. That's why I say I don't know how preachers be preaching and they don't trick them. But yeah, I'm preaching to myself because when I realize that even now, sometimes I diminish myself as just a prophet. I ain't nobody's pastor. I ain't nobody's, I'm just a prophet. But truth is, even in the Bible, the man came to the prophet looking for a donkey and left with a crown. So eventually, I have to start seeing myself above the level that I see myself at. And being in those spaces and having those conversations this weekend caused me to see myself as God sees me, as a high-level individual that not only has the ability to tell you where that donkey is, but also give you the crown, because that's what God really wants for your life. But with that being said, that's it. That's part of my weekend rewind. Uh, We're going to go ahead, pull the fresh once again, go in that order. And if you want to... You know what I'm saying? Share your weekend rewind. Share your weekend highlight. If there's some news or hot topics that you want to mention, um, because truth is, I'm trying to get to this Donald Trump thing once again because I really want to have a serious conversation about that. But I might wait till later on this week because we was talking about that even this weekend too. And I, it's crazy how many black people have different perspectives on this scenario and on this situation. And then it's crazy because with the different perspectives, 
It's not that we are actually having different perspectives, but so many black people are divided on the different perspectives. Even like this past weekend when I seen the um the whole pastor versus covering thing, and there's like three different preachers or four different preachers talking about it. And I'm like, why do we make ourselves seem so divided? Well, truth is, we have the same concept about these things. We just have different perspectives. That's like if I go to to Mexico and I say, hey, guess what? Hey, it's the same universal. Guess what? They just going to say hola. Duh. I, I just wish us as black people in America could get it together. Let's be unified. Amen. Amen. But no, that's it. That's all I got to say for my little moment. Do me a favor. Pull refresh to y'all on the stage and we're going to go in that order. But I think Keith's back and Keith didn't get a chance to check in. So I'm going to throw it over to Keith real quick. And then anybody who wants to th jump in and give a day weekend highlight, give a weekend, you know what I'm saying, memory or something like that, let me know what happened. So Keith, I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you first. The loop. Good morning, everybody. So, uh, I'm not sure what the weather is. Um, I just know it's getting hot and muggy. Um, <laughs> as far as what I had for breakfast, I don't know yet. Might be some leftover boneless wings that I had from Applebee's that I didn't really eat last night. Uh, I guess how I feel, I'm probably at about a 4.7, something like that. Whatever cases, I ain't really got no reason to be down and out and all that kind of stuff today. Uh, I guess since we're talking about the weekend rewind, um, this weekend I was in, um, what, Stone Mountain, Lithonia, what, however you pronounce that, Georgia, that part of Georgia? Yeah, Lithonia. Yeah, I was there. Um, my family. He, I keep missing you when you come, man. Well, I don't, I don't think I came far enough in anyway. Um, we... Got a nice house out there, uh, Airbnb, and didn't want to leave. Um, I was initially going to support a gala for a, uh, a multi-million dollar complex that my aunt and her ministry is building wow. um, in, in Atlanta. And I was just going there because my wife is really a part of the organization or whatever the case is. Um, since I got married, my aunt and her got real close. So now they're part of the same thing. Um, and I ended up singing at the gala, um, just because I was there. <laughs> Use your gift, man of God. And, um, that was about it. And then I had, surprised I had a lot of people who knew, who didn't know me, but they knew me because of the video that went viral on Facebook that has over like a million views now. Um, so people recognized me from that. Um, and that was about it. And then Sunday I had to preach because I use Sunday. And um, yeah, that was my weekend. You said you had to preach Sunday. I, I seen did. that flyer, y'all sneaker thing. I didn't uh -huh. know you was preaching. Yeah, I had to preach. What was the message? Uh, the title of my message was called "The Waiting Game." Okay, okay. And what's well, tell me about it? Come on. <laughs> well, I came from First Samuel, the first chapter. Um, I reused the 19th verse as my point of topic, um, but basically speaking about, you know, when we're waiting, um, how we don't like to, uh, sometimes we think that God makes us wait um, for various reasons based upon our own personal emotional state at the time, but not realizing that God is making us, God is doing it to us, for us. Um, and I talked about Elkanah and Penina. And I actually used an uh, ancient scroll called, uh, ancient commentary called the Midrash because I found out 
Um, and I was just studying all this stuff, and I found out that there is a backstory on um, Panina and Hannah. Um, and I used that. I talked about how uh, Hannah started out in anguish after 10 years of not being able to conceive. Um, Elkanah took on another wife named Panina. Uh, Panina uh, was, you know the story, antagonizing Hannah because she was unable to conceive because the Lord shut yeah, up her womb. Yeah. Um, but after uh, she prayed and she saw God, God gave her Samuel because she promised God, I'll give him back to you all the days of our life. Yeah. And then talked about, you know, how the story doesn't really, it stops there. It doesn't really tell us anything else. But according to the ancient commentary, um, Penina, uh children starts dying after Hannah starts having more children um, as punishment for what she took Hannah through. And I just use that as a commentary that sometimes uh, uh, we can be embarrassed in the way or people make us feel less than. Yeah. But, you know. When they see you um, after God has given you what you has given, if, when they see you after God has given you what he has given you, I'm sorry, y'all, my daughter is just bothering me. Um, go away. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> she was, my daughter was talking about, um, now she said, everybody took a long time. Could you please not preach that long when you get up there? <laughs> she was ready to go. But, yeah, it was it was really good. Um, the playback is on the, on my page because she won't stop bothering me. But yeah, anyway, that was my weekend rewind. Um, and glad to be back in the um wake up with the prophet. I've been gone a while because of work and stuff, but um, I'm gonna try to hang around today. Thank you, Keith. I appreciate that, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, dog. <laughs> I really do. And listen, I got to actually go watch that. And that's what I love about preaching sometimes, like, or even just hearing the different preachers. Because anybody who knows Keith and know his pastor is, they're deep into the word. Like, Dr. Penny is a scholar, for one. And so for him to sit under Dr. Penny, of course, he's going to get some of that scholarly, you know, some of that scholarly oil that drip down. But even to hear, you know, because I don't think I've ever heard Keith preach a man. I don't think I ever heard. Like, it, and here's the thing, though. Keith preaches all the time. Keith, like, Keith will get up right before he's doing a song, and he will give a deep message within three minutes and then just start singing. You know what I'm saying? You know how, how singers do. Pray God. Let me, you know how the Lord be. Like, he, he'll do that. Let me preach it now. But actually, hear him preach a message. I never heard him preach a message. So now I got to go back and watch it because I know you actually, you, you help the people. You help the people. I love when people preach. Like, I need to, I, I be wanting to hear y'all. Oh, I'm, I'm going to have to go back and just watch it. I'm just going to have to go back and watch it. All right, who next? Uh, JY, Ebony, Mama Lynn, y'all want to jump in? I need to know how y'all weekend was. Like, what was the turn up? Who, who preached? Who went to church? Who didn't go to church? I didn't go to church. Um, uh, I did stay at home. I listened to Joel Osteen a little bit. You know, he Joel didn't... still be preaching. Uh, yeah, he he he. Uh, was, did I say Joel Osteen? Yeah, I listened to somebody. <laughs> um, Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to somebody. Whoever. <laughs> I was busy doing other stuff. Um, my weekend was great. My weekend was great. Uh, I'm in this class called Prayer Funnel. It's with Apostle. Peter Griffin. You can go check him out online. Hold on. Apostle who? 
Peter Griffin. I know. I heard it the first time. I was just trying to make sure I heard what you said when you had said it, because I didn't know Peter Griffin was an apostle. <laughs> well, he a prophet, ain't he? He something. I know he's uh, he on Clubhouse. I mean, he's not on Clubhouse. He's not on Clubhouse. I never seen him on Clubhouse. Jay Wyden heard of him. He knows who he is. Um, but he's doing a thing on uh, Prayer Funnel. And it, it's, it's real good. The first night was Thanksgiving. Last night was uh, Dominion. So um, it's really good. That's about it. I didn't do anything Saturday. Saturday, I didn't even bother by going out the house. I just didn't want to go outside. Uh, it, it just didn't look pretty out there. And I didn't want to go. Sun looked like it was beaming. So I wanted to stay cool. But other than that, my weekend is great. Now I'm at work, and I'm going to get busy and listen. And, oh, you did look like you had a fun-filled weekend. And I like that hat you was modeling. I didn't understand all the symbols, but I like the hat. All right, let it go. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, Mama Lynn. And it's actually a crown. The the One of the companies I was... Well, yeah, working with as a model was the Crown Society. Um, so basically, they had like it's kind of like a little bandana, you know what I'm saying? And I think I have the brochure downstairs. Let me go get it real quick. But yeah, it was called the Crown Society. So they have hats, they have shirts, but they really promote off the crowns, which is what those are. Um, because of course they kind of believe in you know the ancestry that we all believe in as black people being kings and queens and stuff like that. So they call that a, technically um, a crown, and it stands for the universal. The, yeah, it stands for universal peace. Hold on, let me read it right. It's the cosmic symbol for universal principles of freedom, justice, equality, and enlightenment. The moon represents equality because it equals water and land by its effect on the tide. The sun, uh, the sun represents freedom because the sunlight shines freely upon us all. So yeah, that's what that was. So it was a cosmic symbol representing the principles of freedom, justice, equality, enlightenment. And like I said, like trust, man, they they was powerful, Mama Lynn. They had some powerful conversation. I might have some discounts when I go through all my material, um, all my marketing material, because you know when you're at events like that, it's kind of like being at Essence Festival. People are always trying to give you like little cards. They trying to give you like they QR codes. They trying to give you like they material, they business cards. So yeah, I literally have a whole living room table. Full of product right now that I have to go through because that's also how I did some of my guests and interact with some of my sponsors and stuff like that because now I got to go back through them and see who I got contact who need to be yeah so yeah that's part of the weekend rewind for me going back and follow up with all these companies but yeah I actually got to keep my little crown too so y'all might see me wear it every now and then one thing though that I do say about the crown is they was expensive I'm talking about them was expensive them crowns was like literally like I think the 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 regular crowns like a hundred dollars. The luxury crown was like two fifty. I said, "Oh, this this a lot for a little bandana, ain't it?" <laughs> but it was still fun. It was still cool. It was definitely cool. Jay, I'm gonna throw it over to you, man. Go ahead. Tell me what happened this weekend. You went to church. Y'all was laying hands and stuff because you know you and Prophet Devil little going to somebody's church and ushering in the spirit. <laughs> JY, you there? 
All right. If not, if not, I see my main man and my virtual pastor that came in. So I'm going to throw it over my virtual pastor. Or Ebony. Ebony, hold on. Did you give your weekend highlight, Ebony? I'm going to throw it to you first. No. Go I for didn't, it. I didn't. So. Did you go to church? Who preached? I did. So my co-pastor preached. Oh, actually, I seen that your husband had an event this past weekend, too, didn't it? Him and his choir. Uh, well, we sang. We did a lot of singing this week. Okay. <laughs> Thursday, we say Thursday and Friday. Um, but my pastors were actually in Atlanta. They were at an event um, on Friday night, and then they did it again. Like it was like a Saturday morning session or something. I gotta look at the flyers see if you know the um the people. But um, and I was gonna tell you, but we ended up not having the room, and I think I just forgot. Um, but I was going to tell you. Um, so if you want to check him out, you could. But I definitely need to go see him in person. Um, what was I about to say? Okay, so yeah, we, we had to sing out um, at, at somebody's like gathering. It was kind of like a convocation um, on Thursday and then Friday night. We were in full concert at my mother-in-law's church, which was cool too. Um, all that ripping and running and back-to-back gigging, Keith, you know, when we was like 20, 25, ain't had no kids. You know, we could hit three, four, five times on the weekend. With 35, with two kids, all of that hitting and gigging just exhausted. <laughs> so, Saturday, we were like done for, but my husband, he got asked to play at a Saturday morning service. He's like, go make your bread, sir. So, I was here home with the kiddos. We chilled out for a bit. Uh, one of my friends had a birthday party, went to that, and came home, got everybody ready for church, did church, and then, you know, with rain going to, um, you know, her first day of kindergarten today, we just made a conscious decision to spend some family time. So we went to Maggiano's last night. That was her first time at Maggiano's. Um, that's a spot that we love. It's just kind of sentimental for us. So it was really sentimental what to take out. They got? It's Italian. Okay. Sounds like Italian. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have like, oh, the food is so amazing. Um, and I never go to restaurants that order like basic stuff, like that you can make at home. Cause I just that defeats the point. But their yeah. spaghetti is so good. Oh, their spaghetti, their big ziti, um, gosh, their rigatoni, like all of their food is so good. And so I know Rain loves spaghetti. It's one of the foods she will eat. So order her some spaghetti, and she was sitting down. <laughs> we got her to eat calamari, and my daughter's a picky eater. She thought it was chicken. She picked it up and was like chicken, and I was like, what the fried calamari? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was yeah. like. Okay, she tearing <laughs> it down. I was like, "Wow, my daughter just ate squid." She, <laughs> um, she loved it, so that was a win uh, for a picky eater. Roman was just sitting there being adorbs, um, getting all the all this attention at the table, and watching his little Incredibles. Look for my though, y'all know. Ain't watching Elmo. He's watching The Incredibles. Like that boy loves The Incredibles. I don't, I don't even remember how we got the Incredibles on the TV, but he saw it and locked in and was sitting there laughing at it, and jumping with it, and swatting at the TV like he loves Incredibles. So he watched the Incredibles while we ate, but that was yesterday, and we just came home and just, you know, relaxed. Church was amazing. Um, my co-pastor preached an incredible message. Um, they prayed for the kids. Uh, they're going back to school because most of the districts go back today. A few of them go back next week after Labor Day, but that's oh, yeah, it. That was really my busy four or five, whatever, extended weekend. And today is also my first day of my new term of school as well. So, 
yeah, I'm just kind of laying low right now. Rain, ugh, my school day is so early. I got to get used to that. They start at 7.30. Start school at 7.30. Oh. So, yeah. I'll, yeah, I got to be at the house by 6, 6.30. <laughs> no, her school is only like six minutes away. Okay, they ain't bad. Um, we took her today because the bus wasn't fine, but her bus will get here like 7.18 when they get it all figured out. Um, but yeah, so that's it. That's that's pretty much it. Just gonna be laying around here chilling, listening. I might pass back out. So if you call my name and I don't answer, shout out, fellas. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Uh, looking forward to hearing what everybody else has going on. And I'm glad that you shook yourself because if you didn't get on here today, I was sending the people for you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? We sending the people after you, Prophet. Get up out of there. <laughs> You're right. Thank you so much. <laughs> See, that's why I love you, Ebony. I really do. Because guess what? You gonna <laughs> you gonna make sure that I'm building myself. <laughs> like, <laughs> now, uh, 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 come on. <laughs> and I love that. That's one thing I did love about this weekend too. Because, like I said, it was so many people sending me texts messages. Even though I was working a lot, I felt the love this week from people, you know what I'm saying, at least pushing me back up. Now, granted, you know, when you in your rut, when you in your funk, you really don't actually, you know, be wanting to respond, you know, be wanting to talk to people. But having those people still reach out to you, show you that you care or that they care and all the other stuff is literally a blessing to me because I'm one of those type of people that do that. Like, I would text you and be like, hey, just hoping you're okay, making sure you're all right. And granted, most people... They won't text back. And I understand because they probably in their funk. They probably doing something. Some people just be forgetting or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, like, I'm one of those type of people. I'll randomly text you. You all right? Y'all good? You know what I'm saying? Because I believe in building a community and caring about people. So I thank God for, you know what I'm saying, you even just pushing me and all that other great stuff. I really, really do. But that's what's up. But no, another question I do want to ask you, though. Like, when y'all be out there singing uh, with you and your husband and stuff like that, do y'all just be doing like, um, like, uh, like his songs, or do y'all just be doing like everybody's songs? Oh, everybody. Okay. So, Angel, okay. So, I always be thinking like when people go to different concerts or whatever, like whose songs do they be singing? Do they be singing original songs? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Or do no, they just on. do normal praise husband. and worship? You feel my husband's group or my church? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my the husband. Writes, your husband's group. Oh, he writes all of our music. He do not sing nobody music. That's oh, all his okay. music. Mm hmm. Okay, so yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because some people, they, they choir sings like other choir songs, but then some choirs sing original, like they choir music. And I'd be oh, wondering, no. like, who's mm -hmm. song is this? That's like community <laughs> choirs. That's like a community. Yeah, choir. yeah. You can't be no artist singing everybody else's music. Well, let me not say that. Because I know people who just keep remaking other gospel artists' music. Facts. Somehow they, <laughs> they keep getting awards and crap for it. Um, but yeah, my husband literally writes, produces, all of it. It is all his music. Like him and God sat down and wrote it. He produced it. He got the music, the, the whole shebang. Okay, that's what's up. That's what's up. So yeah, I would love to see one of those, one like one of y'all concerts or something like that. Cause that seemed like it would be dope. That would be dope. Okay, okay. I'll send you the link right, on Friday. We went full concert Friday. I'll send you the link. Oh, y'all went live and stuff? Okay, cool, cool. So y'all know I be stalking folks' lives and stuff. I love, like, I'm not big on going live like that, but I love when other folks be going live. Most of the time, I can't go live because normally I'm the one speaking or walking around, but that's why I said I might have to hire me a videographer or a personal assistant to just follow me and go live with stuff that I be doing because I be wanting to be, I be wanting to... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm going to go watch the live. Listen, right before I throw it over to Pastor Charles, though, another thing that I seen this weekend, and y'all know I love keeping my news and, you know what I'm saying, my news, my, my newspaper in one hand, just like I keep my Bible in another hand, or Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you want to call it. So one thing I seen this weekend in the midst of, you know, everything that was going on was the fact that Bob Barker didn't die, man. Bob Barker didn't die. Like, Bruh, he was 199 years old. Bruh, it was not 199. <laughs> not 199, Ebony. <laughs> Listen, he was literally right. At, I think he was 99, but he was. I think. It, yeah, I think he was 99. Actually, I don't even think he made it to 100. Hold on, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. But yeah, he just died. He was one of the older white. Like Bob Barker played a. a I'm like Keith, like he was in my life. Like that, that was one of the Yo, first times I got was in my life for a long time. But you know, <laughs> we do understand that all things come to an end. I'm mad these people talking about something that was also unexpected. How? Right. In 99. <laughs> Bro, he hosted Jesus on the Price is Right. Shut up. A week. <laughs> God bless him. And the Lord was good to him. You know, we thank God for his life, but the Lord has been exceedingly good to him. He didn't make 100, but the Lord has been good to him. Everybody had like this man was 30. 99 and a half. We'll still do at this point. <laughs> Trying to make a hundred because... I'm like, Cicely Tyson, this was like 90. Like, what is y'all crying for? Yeah, we're going to make them, but good Lord. We got to go at some point, y'all. But I mean, most people be expecting long life. I ain't gonna cap. Like, I, so here's I want to say a highlight of my weekend, but something that happened. Like I told y'all earlier, if y'all was here in the first part, I had a cousin that passed this past weekend, man. And people don't understand, like, life is really something that we should value. Now, granted, I get you, ninety nine, you old and kicking. But like, literally, my cousin just passed at age. She she was probably like 38, 39. Um, she was having some kidney failure issues, and she was going to dialysis. And over the last week or so, apparently, she stopped going to dialysis. And of course, you know, when you ain't following up on your medications and stuff, your body starts, you know, shutting down. Well, her husband came home, checking on her, tried to feed her, give her something to eat. She said she didn't want nothing to eat. She wasn't eating or whatnot, but she just wanted an ibuprofen because she wasn't feeling well, hair or something, something like that. Gave her ibuprofen, she laid down. And the midst of her laying down, he went to go check on her or somebody went to check on her and she was just unresponsive and passed out. But, and I'm, and like, for some people, they be like, oh, she died at such an early age. And I get it, because that is kind of early. But even now, when I'm starting to think about life, whether it's 99, 38, 29, or 30, I don't be I get it. Some people just don't be wanting to die. Some people don't want other people to die. And I ain't going to cap, Ebony. I understand it. Because it, truth be told, if God came to me today and said, Prophet, when do you want to die? I'm going to have to go and think about it. I'm going to have to go and think about it. I'm going to probably be like Bob Barker and say, well, Lord, let me live at least 99. Let me make it to a 99 or 100. Because truth is, like, uh, at that age, yeah, it's like, yeah, you be expecting to die. But even at 99, Bob was still kicking. Shoot, Betty White was still kicking. The queen was, well, the queen was kind of, she was kind of going out. But Betty White was still kicking. Cicely Tyson was still kicking. They just so happen to have their bodies just boom. 
Not, and that'd be the sad part. Like, it'd be just body issues. But if my spirit could live some 293, baby, I'd live to 293. I'd be old as Methuselah walking the earth. <laughs> you know, the thing with age, though, <clears throat> like, I used to say, like, yeah, I want to live. I want to be, like, 85. I want to be 90. I want to be right. And I think, you know, that has merit to it. But I also think about their plight. Think about the older people that you know, like, let's just talk 70, okay? A lot of them, you know, they start losing everybody. Their parents are already gone. Some of them lose their adult children. Um, They got grandkids and great-grandkids, but people are moving on with their life. People got family. People ain't coming to visit no more. Some of them end up in homes. I don't want to live like yeah okay that makes my prayer is lord if you let me live long please keep me healthy keep me strong keep my family close let our relationship be well so don't nobody want to throw me you know in no home or nothing crazy right (laughs) i gotta be of that age let me still be able to be involved you know with my great-grandchildren you know like i want to be involved i want to be you know let me be uh, like a true matriarch i don't want to just be a matriarch entitled but I can't do nothing. I can't help nobody, you know. Right. That's my prayer. So if I'm going to live long, let me live long and strong is my prayer. No matter yeah. how long the Lord allows me to live, I just pray the strong, which is why I'm going ham. Somebody asked me yesterday, like, are you nuts? Like, why would you take 16 credits? You just had a baby. You got a five-year-old who has special needs. You run a nonprofit. You are three support groups a week. Why would you take on anything? And you'll cheat a whole cheap savage trip like an elder. Why would you take anything else on? And I'm like, baby, I gotta live long and strong because I don't know where my number is at. Yeah, so I can sit around like y'all got a whole bunch of time if you want. I'm doing yeah. like, <laughs> I drop out of here tomorrow. My daughter's name is on everything that pertains to not just my miracle mamas, but I have another LLC called Ebony Speed, Ebony Ford Speeds. So if if anything happens to me, my speaking engagements, anything I do. That that's where my coin goes. Like, yeah. All of that belongs to my daughter, my husband, his royalties. All that stuff is set up for our kids. Like we're living long and strong over here. Yeah. I'm not gonna go out of here and my kids have nothing. But oh, she was a great mother, but now I got all her debt. She was a great mother, but we got to go fund me. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So long and strong is the goal. I want to die empty. I want to die having given every drop of, of who I am what God blessed me with, I'm going to give it all out and I'm going to, the graveyard is one of the saddest places because there's so much potential that's just buried in the ground. Stuff that people could have done and didn't do, procrastinated, thinking they had time, making excuses. I will not be named among them. That's how I live my life. That makes sense. That makes sense. Because that do be sad like when they old and they don't have much. But yeah, die and yo, passing away, I don't want to say dying, but passed away in those moments where you still, like you said, living long and strong are, are moments. That That's, yeah, yeah. That that makes, yeah, that makes sense. And I've heard Pastor Charles say the same thing. Like Pastor Charles say all the time, when I die, I'm going to leave empty. <laughs> Ain't that right, Pastor C? <laughs> so I'm going to leave empty. <laughs> that is the goal, for sure. Go ahead and check in, Pastor Charles. How you doing this morning? Wow. Good morning. Good morning. It is a good day. Lord, thank you. We got a little bit of rain yesterday. 
to kind of change some things and whatnot. So that was good. So now your grass a little water. <laughs> mm, very low too. I mean, I, <laughs> I can't even be, you know, we need to be grateful, you know, but uh, it's going to be all right. I know. But uh, yeah, it was a good day. Good weekend. Lord blessed us. We got um, some things taken care of. I think we had a couple souls that we they got saved. We definitely have somebody doing us some evangelism now. They're getting people saved on the street, and uh, which just is, that's real good too that they're getting there. I'm hoping that pray that they'll come by and we'll be able to have some uh, time to be able to help to disciple. But in the meantime, just glad that they're they're giving their heart to God to Jesus anyway. Um, but uh, good day. I had to get up earlier today because I had to get my car. Uh, service, they said that I had a couple recalls on it, so I had to go and uh, drop it off. The new one? Yep. How was the recall on it? That brand new. Listen, um, that it, that's the thing. It's brand new, and it's got all these, it's got a lot of electronics in it, so oh, yeah. updates and craziness like that, so it is what it is. I'm, I, I'm not mad about nothing. I'm thankful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's going well though. I'm, I'm alive and here and kind of probably listening and maybe joining the conversation as much as I can. Uh, just trying to get myself. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. So I'm in my pulse series, awakening to purpose. And, um, my message yesterday was tales from the, from the womb. And uh, Tales from the Womb, WMB, and talking about uh, Jeremiah, before you entered your mother's womb, you you were God knew you and approved of you. I even talked about um, how in five weeks and one day, according to the thing, five weeks and one day, you your your heart starts beating, and it never stops until you die. And so that's where the pulse comes from, of course, your heart beating and sending blood everywhere. So. Um, but it's just amazing that it starts at the five week period. Yeah. And I was just talking about how um, God has purpose before you, for you, and it's all in your DNA and everything like that. And, and uh, in that course, I used the song um, that um, I forgot. Um, it's a song called, um, because I think it's I'm alive because there's more. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we were doing that, you listening to that, and that was a, that was nice. It was just an an, an enjoyable Sunday morning at, as usual. So, yep, and uh, came back home, went back, went to Cheddar's, ate, came home, and uh, praise God. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm mad I, I didn't get to watch your service. You know, I know I'm gonna watch on Sundays, but I was so busy that I didn't get to watch it. But hey, that's what Monday is for Ministry Monday. I'm gonna go back and watch it today. But as I can see from right now, I already just going to your page. You be Pastor Charles, why you be sweating that hard doing praise and worship? Like I be I be thinking you need to do an outfit change after you got done doing praise and worship. You be up there praising Pastor Charles. Man, we listen and no disrespect, <laughs> man. Got to. You got to give it to him, man. Uh, that song we were singing Sunday, of course, is uh, uh, that was actually, believe it or not, Ricky Dillard's kind of made it kind of famous, uh -huh. but it, a guy named John L. Nichol Nicholas um, has actually wrote the song. Um, um, and what is it? He's a great, no, it's not, he's a great God. Celebrate the King. Okay. 
And um, so, yeah, and I, when I start getting into it, I'm like, I just hate to end it. I wish I had more. I wish I had more energy. I would I would I would hang for the chandeliers <laughs> if I had them. Yep, I sure would. Because he's a great God. He's a great God. Mighty Savior. That's what's up. But that's the great thing about seeing it. And I think that's why I love it so much. Because sometimes, I ain't gonna cap, some people are used to pastors being so dignified and want to sit in the pulpit and, let, and watch everybody else praise, be watching the praise team. Or they be want to sit in the back or look all deep. But to actually see a pastor, and I think that's why I like watching our church too so much. Because to actually see the pastor get up and lead praise and worship. And then, y'all know, like, Pastor Charles, you know, I ain't making fun of you. But Pastor Charles ain't no small guy like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, he be up with energy. I'm talking about bouncing around. I'm talking about that thing, you know. And that's why I be so excited because not only, you know what I'm saying, do you not let your weight hold you back, but you don't let your position hold you back. You don't let your body size hold you. You don't let nothing hold you back from praising God. And I think that is such a positive thing. There are so many people who are in positions of leadership or who have situations or things going on, and they let them. St they let that stop them from praising God. But to see you, you know what I'm saying, get up there every Sunday with your wife and the praise team, because Lady T be right there with you. Lady T be up there just jumping and bouncing too. <laughs> and y'all be up there leading praise and worship together with y'all church. And I can tell that it's a family uh, oriented community because everybody looks so happy when y'all be doing praise and worship. So that's what's up. That's what's up. I'm gonna have to go watch uh, part two. Of, of, of what is it post yeah part two of post i'm gonna have to go watch that <laughs> oh man but well, let me tell you too and so i was really sweating i was expecting you know as i was preaching it to get cooler well the breaker broke the breaker stopped on one of the air conditioning units and so it was a little warmer wow. than it normally is and um turns out that's what it was a breaker thank god it wasn't nothing else serious and as soon as they turned that breaker on uh, after church was over, everything just started cooling down. I was like, see, I hate that devil. I hate it. <laughs> Look, he was just trying to make you push through. He was trying to make you push through. He was trying to increase the intensity of your worship. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But uh, I understand. I understand. Pastor Charles, I got a question. And I'm going to ask you, because you're a pastor with a real church, and I have a, y'all know, I'm, as a prophet, I believe that my goal is, but my assignment, I believe, is also to be a, a, a asset to churches, to be an asset to ministry. I believe that that's what the prophet is, an asset to not only people, but to ministry and to churches as well. So, of course, there's some churches here in Georgia that I'm dealing with, but, of course, and I don't know if y'all seen it on Facebook, but one of the churches up here got their air conditioning sold in Pastor Charles. Like people came and stole the air conditioner from the church. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out what would I do. Like me, I, I ain't saying that to the, I could, I, I, I try my best to hold back my words and not give my response. But you as a pastor, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and God, don't let this happen to Pastor Charles in Jesus' name. But if somebody came and stole your air conditioner from your church, what, what would be the protocol and procedure for that? Um, well, first of all, you know, to, to have to hold back from trying to curse anybody. Right. Like, I'm not thinking, you know, 
find the devil, you know. I mean, in terms of you don't want to, you know, that made the person who stole it made a made a, uh, you know, you know, thinking st stupid stuff like that. You don't want no, I'd rather not to have blessing and cursing coming out the same mouth. But um, the procedure in terms of naturally, first of all, um, I'd probably call the police, um, and then I would actually. Um, see if I can check it, check my cameras because I have cameras that are directed right at those things, right at those, um, the air conditioning unit pieces. And so I might would be able to possibly get an ID on whoever it is and then turn that over to the police as well. So you have cameras on your church? Absolutely. Well, that's good. That's good. Absolutely. They don't have cameras on the church too. And, and I, I, I never thought that cameras on a church would actually even be necessary because what happened to the church being sacred? Well, that's the problem. You know, it is, it's, it's a place and some people just don't really, you know, have the, don't, don't consider it. They, 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 what they see is their need and they see the best way they can get it is to take, take it from wherever they can take it from. And some people don't think about it like that. They just don't. And so, you know, here's the problem. It's sad to say that it's okay, but it's not, but you know, um, that's why you have insurance too. You don't, go out here without having some kind of insurance or, um, you know, things like that. That is, you know, you theft insurance because folks will steal and things can happen. And if you can afford to go ahead and do that, in fact, you really can't, you can't afford not to do it. Um, and some people just don't know, but so yeah, you can get that it's a business. Insurance then, huh? Yeah. I mean, it should be able to, I mean, I would, I would I'm, I'm going to just go out there on a limb and say it is so. theft. it is something that's a part of the building so right. yeah we have that kind of insurance um and then um believe god and hurry up and wait and wait for that to be taken care of but i'm sure gonna make sure i, I prosecute i prosecute too make sure who did it oh you did it for what okay you wanted to feed your family well guess what you gonna feed them from jail <laughs> Pastor Charles. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Is that what your boy said? That's what they think is a hell of a drug. <laughs> That's so messed up. Because you're going to feed him from jail. See, and that'd be the thing, though. I get that. Well, I don't get it, but I kind of do get it. I understand when sometimes when people do stupid stuff um, because they're in a, a point of need. But I don't get, like... You stole the church's air conditioning. Come on now. You could at least stole the leasing office air conditioning. Don't steal the church air conditioning. Listen, don't, listen first of all, don't steal nobody's, okay? Facts. Leave it alone. <laughs> well, see, I'm, here's, what, here's what happened in Texas. In Texas, see what they would do is they would steal the air conditioning units or they would steal, you know, like we don't have the kind that just sits in the window. It just was one of those ones that's actually a whole system, yeah, so right? They throw the copper. And so. Yeah, they still would steal the copper. Right. <laughs> so what? They, what? How? How Texas solved that? Because some of these jokers didn't ha don't have business licenses and stuff like that. So in order to in order to be able to turn the copper in, you had to have someone's business license to be able to say, hey, so they can trace where that copper came from. And then was, if there was uh, thefts in the area and that kind of thing, they could go back to the business and say, okay, so here's the thing: one of y'all's folks stole this copper. And you are not going to be able to turn in any more copper until um, this thing is taken care of. So check your folks, and you need to turn the folks in, and they and and that stopped that whole thing. That that stopped that whole thing. So.
That's crazy. Yep. But I see people break into like the gates and stuff because I think that's what happened with the church here. I think they had broken to the gate and not only did they steal like the copper, but they stole like one of the whole units. Like how you steal a whole unit? Like what? what? But yeah, a lot of them be stealing the copper just to sell it to get the money. But it's like, bro, come on. I get it. I get it. It's hard out here in these streets. So people do sometimes do crimes. Listen. I can't act like I was always saved. You do the crime, you just gonna do the time. <laughs> Pastor Listen. Johnson, I'm gonna take you to jail. <laughs> Two straight. Without, do not pass gold, do not collect $200. Fail. <laughs> but, see, but see, here's the thing, you know. Like I said, you know, it, that's not my area of, I mean, I don't, I, I do my best. In fact, when I say I don't steal, I, I'm, I'm not, that's not something that's on the, on the top of my that, list. That ain't our know? struggle. You're right. Yeah, yeah. So, but at the end of the day, we have to be able to um, help people to, to rehabilitate if they need to, because yeah. you don't need to be still, if they steal from the right person, that right person can be seeing them on the screen and will shoot first and ask questions later. Facts. What you doing inside of that gate? Get out of that gate. You ain't supposed to be in the gate. The gate is locked. How you jump across the gate and, you know, stuff. Oh, man. Please. You are. It, it's, it's a thing, you know. But, oh, well. God bless. Yeah, I'm, you're going to jail, though. Absolutely. That's tough. But what happened to showing them grace? You ain't going to show them grace? grace for what? You stole <laughs> something that we paid, that the people of God, the people of God raised money. To be able to have this in this church, yeah. no, no, you, 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 and you put your hands on it? Absolutely not. No, the people, people work hard. They, they made decisions to give and to be a part of the ministry and gave their hard-earned money to be able to help us to get those air conditioning units in, so that the people of God could be accommodated and be safe and feel uh, good, you know, with air conditioning and heat yeah. when in the in the winter. Oh, absolutely not. No, I have no grace for that. talking about grace. That's what I'm talking about, no grace. That's called, that's blatant disrespect of people's Fact. money. That's crazy. No, absolutely not. You're going to jail. <laughs> that's what I said. Ain't straight. no grace for that. <laughs> going, to, going straight to jail. You know how you spell jail? P-R-I-S-O-N, jail. <laughs> Prison. <laughs> Prisoner. You don't go and listen. I mean, but see, here's the. I mean, that is it's a major deal, man. I mean, I think people don't understand. You know, that's like somebody just saying, "Oh, I'm gonna steal the tell. Oh, I need toilet paper from my house. So let me get the. But when I when I go to church, I'll just go ahead and take toilet paper from the church. You stole the toilet paper from the church. Why is it that we have ten boxes of paper and only five left in such a short space of time? You in charge of the toilet paper, but you taking it home and stealing it. Oh, you put it in your house. No, that was for the people of God to accommodate themselves. No, you get you fired. You fired and you're going, you're going to jail. Goodbye. God bless you. <laughs> but Pastor Charles, what about those people that say, okay, well, uh, the church don't be helping folks no more like they used to. So they decide to go steal out the collection plate. They decide to go steal the tissue. They decide to steal the air conditioner because the church ain't want to help them pay they like them or something. Like, what See, you it, like that? But, but that's not the church's job Fact. to just help you because you made a sorry decision financially. It is not the church's job. It is. I mean, we, we're making it our job. And, and a lot of this stuff, a lot of people are just straight up self-reliant. And when you rely on self for stuff, you're going to get in self-trouble. So, you know, 
my thing is that I, Lord, just show me what to do. Help me, give me grace. You know, and it's not like we don't help people. Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing is, is that it's a hard sell when you got to deal with, um, you know, the people of God that actually come to the church. You're trying to help them, and sometimes you can't help them because you know we've got bills, we got things going on, we got uh, things to to buy, and you know, oh my gosh. So much stuff, man. Oh my! I wish I could tell you how much stuff we got to deal with, but yeah. you know, I digress. Man, I mean, <laughs> From the softwares to the personnel, trust me, I I understand. <laughs> I understand completely. That's why I think it's just so interesting because I do understand that plight. Because if you sit down, but like I have conversations with people that do wrong. Like I told you, I bridged the gap, so I would have had the conversation with the thief. Now, granted, Pastor, he probably would have went to jail still. I probably would still sit in the jail, too. But I would have sat down and had a conversation with him first. And be like, bro, why did you have to steal our air conditioning? Like, why did you steal the church's air conditioning out of all things? I would have had that conversation. You know what I'm saying? Only to see where their mindset was and how we could have helped them before it got to that point. Because I think oftentimes, like, we don't understand why people, how people get to the mindset that they're in. And even though it's not, you know, something that we can always relate to, I think I can honestly relate to it because there are some times when, guess what? I was down to my last dollar and wanted to break into a couple of cars or two. I ain't do it. But, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to do some criminal stuff, too, because I was down and out. But then at the same time, it was because of people being around me that wouldn't let me stay down and out that really allowed me to bounce back, which is a blessing for me. However, a lot of them people don't have those systems around them. So they result to stupid stuff like the crime. But that's why I think we have to start introducing solutions to, I think, our culture and our generation. Because I don't, like, I don't know. I don't think nobody my age, it had to be some young folks. <laughs> you know, I'm getting to that age where I be saying stuff like that. It gotta be a young person. <laughs> Lord Jesus. But yeah, I'm thinking it gotta be a young person because truth is, like, we used to value the churches so much we remember not cussing on smoke grounds, on church grounds. We remember not pe people not smoking on church grounds. Like, there were certain things that you just wouldn't do on the church ground. I remember riding past the street and turning my rap music down because guess what? I'm riding past the church. Nowadays, they have literally no reverence for the church to the point where we steal from the church. That's crazy. That is crazy, dog. Mm. That was part of my weekend too, though. Like I tell you, I had a crazy, crazy weekend. But JY, you ain't, you ain't, I don't know if you was in and out or what was going on, but I definitely wanted you to tell us what happened with your weekend this, this weekend too, because I know your kids be on ten. You and your wife, <laughs> y'all be on ten with them kids. So let me let me go ahead and hear from you, Jay. JY, were you there? Were you not there? I seen you there first. He there, he unmuted. Okay, well maybe he busy right now and I'll just come back to it. I'll just come back to you. I'll come back to you. Sorry, I was on mute. Another weekend highlight I had right real quick is because y'all know because um of the I don't know, the status and level that I'm trying to move into 
um, with working with companies, working with businesses and stuff like that. I'm always kind of get gifts. I'm always trying to like, they're always sending me products to test. Um, that's one thing that I do. They be sending me products to test and products to promote and stuff like that. And then oftentimes, even when I'm doing events um, outside on the weekend and stuff like that, companies just be sending me like little giveaways, premium stuff that I have to use at my events and activations. Well, this weekend, I don't know who sent it, which is why I think it's so weird and funny, but I don't know who sent it. And normally I get an email from the companies or someone, they're going to send me something. Sometimes it just be random gifts that people send me out. This other stuff. Like one year I got a whole box of wine. You know what I'm saying? Just because it like literally had 10 bottles of wine in there. Somebody just randomly sent it to me. Still don't know to this day who sent it to me. But anyway, this weekend I end up getting a whole stack of Starbucks gift cards and Amazon gift cards. Like literally, I got um, <laughs> I need some of them. I need I some numbers posted. <laughs> right. <laughs> I seen you post them. I, I even I back channel you my address. Uh and you send me your address. I do I do you one better, Mama Lane. He ain't got an address me. Just send me the, the just take the shot of the photo. Okay. What's that? The, the back of the card, Ebony? The back of the card? Ebony, the back of the card. Yeah, that's a good I got one. I, 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 got, I got diapers. Y'all know I live off of caffeine because these kids stress me out when I don't sleep because of this baby. So, yeah. Send them pictures. Okay? You're welcome for all the encouragement, but it wasn't free. Send them Amazon and the Starbucks. Amen? Amen. Look, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna give y'all Starbucks and Amazon you got card. Mommies and aunties that need your help daily. Thank you. Period. What you said, Mama? The mamas and the aunties. <laughs> Listen, I said I was like, look, I'm gonna use these to bless people, but I gotta make sure that I'm supposed to be giving them out at an event first. So I'm gonna try to at least take the next two days because they came like what? I got home Saturday night and they was sitting on the front porch. I was like, what is this? I ain't, and normally I'd be expecting the packages when they come, but I didn't even expect this one. So I thought, okay, God, it might just be a blessing or something. But before I spend these folks' money, because Pastor I ain't trying to steal, <laughs> before I spend these folks' money, I'm going to try to see who actually sent it to me and what I'm supposed to be doing with them officially. And then if they just told me, hey, it's a blessing, you know, we we give to you. Because I ain't going to count, like, I've had that happen before. It wasn't um, Amazon gift cards. It was like the little Walmart Visa cards or whatnot. And literally, I had somebody literally invest $150 of Walmart gift cards to us, to, or to my ministry, just to give out like that. And that's why I tell people, I love it. But at the same time, I need people to let me know first so I can know what to do with them the proper way. Because I ain't going to spend these folks Starbucks and Amazon gift cards. <laughs> They sit down there on the table now. Listen, my living room table looks a mess right now. From all the brochures, pamphlets, and stuff that I got in the best fest, um, some of the stuff that I took home from the jamboree, as well as, you know what I'm saying, like them gift cards and products, my living room table looks a mess. And I got to go sort through it in a minute. But, yeah, that was literally just one of the other things that I had to <laughs> address this past weekend because I was like, God, just really be blessing. And I can't even complain about it. I just have to be grateful about what God is doing. But look, y'all know, it's eight, it's 10-19, and it's almost time for us to get up out of here. But before we get up out of here, before we get up out of here, because I know everybody gave us a chance, you know what I'm saying, to get a weekend highlight, just talk about 
and the random stuff that we normally talk about. But before everybody get on out of here, did anybody have a chance to look at, look into the covering thing that they were talking about this past weekend um, amongst the spiritual leaders? Because I don't know about y'all, and I know everybody's, you know, they be in their own circles, whether it be PWI, whether it be Pentecostal, whether it just be your local assembly. Of course, most people don't be trying to pay attention to it. But because I be knowing most of a lot of these people, some of these people, most of these people, whatnot, and because I think that, you know, God has called me to the church as well, I believe in keeping my ear to the ground. And of course, keeping my ear to the ground, I was hearing this stuff um, this past weekend about the covering. Um, oh, you heard it, Ebony? Okay. So, yeah, there was a big debate about covering this past weekend and I'm still having to go back and watch it because apparently it was going on during the weekend and I had events and stuff to do so I wasn't able to catch up on it completely but I definitely wanted to see that anybody else have a chance to catch up on it hear about it and can give me a little synopsis before I go and read it because I'm trying to figure out at what point did did we not want a covering and what's the did like I thought a pastor and a covering was the same thing they not and even if it is, I thought the husband was the covering over the white, like, Ebony, you heard, so can you brief me on it a little bit? Like, Okay, so here's all of what I heard. Uh, the only pieces I heard was, I saw Larry Reed's post about Tiffany Montgomery, which is weird, because I ain't been watching Larry Reed for like months. Um, but he came up in my, my FYP. Um, so he was talking about, basically, Tiffany Montgomery feels like having you know a quote-unquote covering like if you're a pastor you know you need a, a you know a bishop apostle whatever to cover you she was basically saying that that is a old you know like way of control basically um that you don't need a quote-unquote covering um i don't know if she means it like you don't need a pastor um i'm not sure if that's what she means but again with her she's a bit of a renegade in my opinion there's 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 some of what she she says that I can completely agree with and then there's other pieces that I just feel are I think she's trying so hard to be a radical prophet um that she really borders the line of a heretic at times um and I'm I, I I'm careful with my words when I say that because I don't say that lightly yeah. Um, but I, I feel like she borders that line sometimes with, with the things that she does. This is someone who once had a covering herself. Um, and it, it, it publicly, I mean, she exposed said covering. Um, uh, we only know some of the things that we know about her former covering because of her. Who was um, her she covering? Was, she was with Matthew Stevenson. Oh ago. yeah, sure was. Sure so, freaking was. Yeah, yeah so, so, you know, so. she's just publicly disparaged, you know, him quite a bit or whatever. Um, so it just makes me wonder, are you saying these things because of the experiences that you've had? And that's why we no longer, you know, should have covering. Um, yeah. Now, Larry Reed was basically saying he said something similar about that um, some time ago. I, I've not seen his original clip and I've never heard him talk on that. Even when I was like a diehard Larry Reed fan, I never heard him talk about covering. Um, but I think it's all foolishness. I think it's all one big distraction. Um, if if being connected to a leader, being covered by a leader, um, was okay for you then, why now are you so enlightened that everybody else is a sheep and they're stupid because they're being covered uh, by pastors and bishops and apostles or whatever else the case is? I think it's foolishness. Um, and honestly, <laughs> she gives me 
Juanita when Juanita got married. I feel like we lost Juanita Bonnie for a little while when she got married. Like, we kind of lost her. And I feel like Tiffany, this engagement and getting married or whatever, I, I feel like we're just things are shifting a little bit. Um, like, she's publicly coming for the throat of, like, Ryan Lestrange saying that he called her a witch. Um, it's just a I mean, lot I thought he did. No, he didn't okay. call her directly a witch. Um, he was talking about, you know, I guess the, the whole covering piece and some of the opinions that he was saying certain things are witchcraft. Okay. He didn't say Tiffany Montgomery is a witch. He didn't say that in what I saw. Um, it's a bunch of mess. Y'all just stay focused, y'all. Don't don't let these leaders and all this, you know, this this mess that, that she's trying to kick up. Um, uh, don't don't let it don't let it distract you. Um, I know we can, you know, kind of use it for talking points for the sake of conversation, but don't ingest that stuff. This is yeah. a very critical season to stay focused, to do what you were doing, to do what works for you, to do what God told you to do. Do not be swayed by all of these varied, you know, winds and doctrines. Just stay focused because it's just a bunch of mess and distraction is is my opinion, which is why I stop. And it be causing more division in the body of Christ. It does. It does. It does. And these are people who claim, I don't do church, I don't do church, but the church people are the ones who will buy your tickets to your events. The church people are the ones who are supporting you. Churches are the ones who are bringing you in, but you don't do church people. If you don't do church people, leave us alone and stop taking our money. How about that? You don't do church people? Okay, well, we're going out there to a Beyonce concert and see what happens. Leave church people alone then. I feel the same way about musicians. The church is this, okay, well, stop taking our money. Stop yeah. sitting on our instruments then. And, and I feel the same way about them. Stop touching our minds. Yeah. If the church is so so horrible and so terrible, we're all just sheep. Okay. All right. Well, you go over there and be enlightened. But I'm going to stay over here and be blessed. Amen. Amen. He didn't got a call. Uh, hey, Carlos. So we, he, he, I don't know if he were here when he had asked me the question, but. Um, had you heard, because I'm interested in what you got to say, have you heard about the whole uh, leaders debating about having a covering piece, Carlos? Um, I I saw like posts about the one you just mentioned, and I just, I immediately like scrolled past it because mm-hmm. I, I don't even put my energy that one's way. Um, yeah. I find it interesting that like you said, when people want to go renegade, then they don't want to talk about coverings or they say you don't need them. Like, but also like covering is like accountability. And a lot of people don't want accountability. Facts. Like don't want to answer to nobody. Don't want to, you know, get chin checked when necessary. Right. So they can do whatever they want to do. So like the covering is more than a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Like a co- you can even have a covering that's not your current pastor. Right. Somebody's gonna chin check you, but then also, also somebody. I think we quite often miss like you need somebody that can advocate for you, <laughs> and somebody that yeah, can, yeah, that can you know um, help defend you, help yeah, help the, yeah. But, you know when your character get questioned. So the truth of the matter is, and I I would be strong with saying this that a lot of people don't have coverings because people don't want to fool with them, and the people that don't need to be fooled with if they got somebody that's a covering, then you probably also check they covering also because they probably also a fool. We got a lot of fools, quote unquote, covering fools, just to you know hide the mess that they doing. But I'm gonna mute with that. 
and to say that they, that they got somebody covering them. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's why I agreed with it, too, because I was like, hold on, well, what's the difference? Because I thought covering was, of course, having a pastor, having somebody, well, not even just having a pastor, but having somebody to be accountable of, having somebody that's going to lead you, be a mentor to you, or somebody that can help defend you. I mean, I get it. Everybody won't always have that pastor, because what if you are a leader? You're the pastor at that point, but at the same time, having no, that covering. But every, every pastor should have a pastor. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. So is that is that covering different than having a pastor? You said is that covering different? Yes, like is that a different covering if you ha you having a pastor versus having a covering as a pastor? What does that look like? Is, is your pastor your covering? In some instances, your pastor can be your covering, but sometimes your pa your covering may not be your pastor. Okay, that makes sense. D depending upon where you are is at different stages in your life, right? Um, but then also, like I said, your pastor should have a covering. If if your pastor does not have a covering, then that's a problem. Or or if your pastor does not have a pastor, that's a problem. Yeah, I in that. in my honest opinion. And I can agree. I agree with that as well. I definitely agree with that as well. I think there should always be levels to the leadership thing. I think that's uh, 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 See, that's what get dangerous. Not levels. Okay, okay. Because now you're talking hierarchies. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You're right. Right? Because you can have a colleague that is your covering. Mm. Like, a pastor can have a pastor. That, that does not mean that that person lords over you. You have to be very, very careful. And that's where a lot of, a lot of this... Yeah. Taking advantage of gets gets okay. starts to happen, right? Because a person feels like you owe them something to do something for them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like I'm sure who who is Bishop Jakes discovering? Who's his pastor? I know he's a short man. I don't know his name, but I know he got one. Um, no, it it was Sherman. Sherman. Sherman, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sherman is his cover. And I'm sure Sherman has a pastor, right? He does. I don't know his name. See, that makes sense. Carla asks, "What if you don't agree with your pastor's covering?" Oh, I I don't think I don't think it's our business. Yeah, I don't. Me personally, I don't think it's our business who our pastor's covering is. But also, if you don't feel comfortable with your pastor's covering, because your pastor's covering also influences what your pastor does, yeah, then, yeah. Then you do you ultimately have problems with your pastor's way of thinking but also i think that if a person's truly being pastored by their pastor then there should be nothing that you should you shouldn't be able to talk to your pastor about including that that makes sense that makes sense you shouldn't be afraid of your pastor at all to have any conversation with your pastor right right right, right. Yeah, i've been there i've not agreed with my pastor's covering before i've been there um now i will say he was not overly influenced by them um he still had his own style of teaching and all of that but i didn't care for that person i thought they weren't integral and what i did was i just prayed i just prayed and asked god to reveal what needed to be revealed and in time that's exactly what happened and there was a severing i didn't ask for a severing i asked for god to open their eyes Mm -hmm. 
because there was so much they was they were personally indebted. That person helped raise them. Uh, it was it was deeper than just you know this is my pastor. It was kind of like this is my like surrogate father. So they could see like no wrong that that person was doing, and it it took that person breaking their heart for them to see light. Now they have an amazing cover. Um, you know, but yeah, I've I've been there, and it, it's it's tough, but. That person didn't have a lot to do with the the ins and outs, you know, the the operations of our church. Yeah. So it really didn't save me, you know, like that. But I felt for my leader. I'm always I've always been in a position to be close to my leaders, not just because I'm an elder, but I just I've always been in that position. It's just I guess it's just what I'm graced to do. Um, like even now, you know, being chief of staff, like everybody reports to me, I report to him. You know, I advise him. I'm always in that advising space um and they they trust me um they trust my opinions you know they trust how i feel about a thing and so i'm very careful to not abuse that power um i would rather pray if god say say then i'll say if he don't i'm gonna just sit and i'm gonna just pray but you can never go wrong just praying about it and just make sure just i would say just check your heart and make sure that it's not something personal that's that's causing that i would just, yeah. just check your heart and continue to pray on it and um watch what god does he'll either change your heart or he'll change the situation usually that's crazy so here's a question then is it possible to have a covering without having a pastor no because that would okay. be your i mean well no i mean do you mean like you're looking for a church, but you have like a mentor or something. I mean, or... yeah, I, I guess that's what I'm asking. Cause I'm still trying to, I've always seen covering as being a pastor. That's what I'm thinking. Will it, can a person have that covering without having a pastor? Because when you think of it, sometimes I've heard um, people preach to married couples and say, oh, well, even though I'm your pastor, your husband is your covering. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. So that's what okay. I'm saying. Like, okay. I got person, you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. So in marriage, my husband is a priest in my home. Um, my husband absolutely covers me. So I guess in that sense, yes, I could not have a pastor. Now, granted, I am one of the school of thought that God is not going to remove you without telling you where to go. That's just my school of thought, that you're not going to be out here uncovered for long. So God tells me to leave this ministry. I believe that God's going to tell me, send me, you know, tell me where to go. Uh, at minimum, to fellowship, to be fed. Um, I may take some time, you know, to court the ministry before I join, two, three weeks, whatever. Um, that's what my husband and I have done. Um, you know, in, in, in a, a former season, you know, we just we kept going. We kept kind of just filling everything out just to make sure. We knew, but just kind of to make sure in our hearts that we knew. So it might have been two, three weeks max, probably, uh, before we ended up actually joining the ministry. But um, I just don't believe that you should be out here long for long without without a a spiritual covering. Um, you don't have a pastor, but say you have a mm, a former pastor, let's say that you're still connected to, who's you know like a mentor, a spiritual parent. That's that's a covering, and I believe that covering in and of itself, you know, is someone to be accountable to, someone who could pray for you, um, and all of that. That's great. Um, 
but when you get AIDS, I think that you should still seek to to be pastored, you know, so find a ministry that works for you. Um, I know since the pandemic, a lot of people have left church, and so they don't have coverings. Um, they don't have anybody who's, you know, accountable for their soul. Um, friends who pray for them, sure. Um, you know, the women, yeah, you have a husband, you know, who may be praying for you, fine. But, you know, a, a spiritual covering in, in the sense of a pastor, a lot of people just have really strayed in that sense. And I personally, um, I, I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. And I've wanted to, trust me. I, there are times I've just wanted to bounce from church. It's just not the life that I'm called to, um, you know, to be uncovered. I think because of the magnitude of the work that my husband and I do, um, a, a covering is absolutely necessary for us. Um, so if there's another answer, there may be. It's just not, it just doesn't align with my life. Uh, but someone should be covering me, in, in my humble opinion. Obviously, if anybody says it, obviously, clearly, I know. God is God. He's going to keep Godding. There is no covering greater than God, obviously. But we do have earthly accountability. Even Jesus here roaming the earth, he still referred to his father. And so I think that we need covering here in the earth. Just my thing. I agree. That makes sense. I'm sorry. I just got a random package at my door again. <laughs> but Pastor Charles, I want to hear, you know what I'm saying, your perspective on this topic right before we get ready to close out. Well, yeah, um, I'm in total agreement. Um, I believe that there you should have a covering. I have a covering uh, for several reasons, um, because I just need to be able to have um, someone that I can ask questions of or be have an accountability uh, of some some shape or form too. Um, uh, my my covering also has coverings, whether they appear. I think is one covering that he had passed away, but um, uh, that was above him, so to speak. But the rest are, are mostly peers and and people like that. And he has friends, and I think sometimes um, having um, not only, like I think it was mentioned that sometimes your peer, your peer may be a covering for you. Um, maybe that kind of person that you can run stuff by, yeah, you can yeah. banter with that, that is not going to expose your nakedness yeah. in the midst of, you know, and, and when I'm, and I say that very, very, um, uh, lightly, I'm not necessarily talking about literally necessarily, but, but I am saying that that person needs to be trustworthy um and someone that you can um have great deal faith. with yeah scripture says confess your faults one to another that you may be healed yeah right and i believe that there are sometimes that there needs to be that kind of accountability where you can yes that makes the faults yeah. and and uh receive the healing that you need um i um um I, my covering my the one that i choose to look to as my covering is the one that's uh that decided and looked at me and said i you need to be in this position of uh bishop you know because there's some places that i need you to be able to go and you've been found trustworthy in that area you know that kind of thing yeah. and so um you know so i look to him for uh to be able to say that, I, I, that he needs to be able to say that if he, if I was going up there to him and saying, well, I, I think it's my time, sir. You know, I, <laughs> no, doing that. but, but I, 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 and somebody that can actually also tell me, no, 
if I'm if I'm in a place of 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 I'm incorrect in something or I'm in, in where I'm not thinking properly about it, something I need to be able to have somebody that tells me no that's not what you need to be thinking about you know and so um I have um an overseer I have someone that's over me I also have peers that are with me that I we can have conversation and that I'm able to do the same for them and um and um I think that's I think it's healthy um, I think when you become uh, what, what is called rogue and that kind of thing, sometimes you're hurt by, um, usually that's how it starts. It starts from being hurt or by somebody or, or you, you are looking at someone and you looked at them as God. And then you finally see that they are flawed human beings. Then we want to take everybody and throw everybody on the bus. That's not, that's not healthy. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's some internal issues that you've been dealing with from a child. You're mostly childhood uh, trauma or something like that that has happened. Um, you know, some of us, you know, have been maligned and um, and again, I use the word lightly, but it is a true thing too. Some have been molested by those who were in authority and given information and saying that you know because I'm in authority. Um, I'm supposed to do this to you. And that's, you know, that's unbalanced. That's crazy as well. So there's a lot of different pieces that go with that, that we just have to be able to watch and be um, ever so careful um, as we do this kind of stuff, especially when it comes to um, um, being someone's uh, oversight or so or overseeing someone else. Um, be careful that they know that you're not God. Yeah. And I think that's a big piece of it. And I think once that healthy boundary is there, um, everything should be okay. Um, but humans are humans and folks get upset and they leave and they'll come whatever and go, you know, I, I was under somebody that, that didn't, um, understand when I say didn't understand, they didn't understand how to, um, place, um, me and parishioners, like for instance, some of the parishioners decided they're going to go around and try to be under the same person. And they just, with their ministry and, um, and they were undermining and doing some crazy stuff. So I kindly, um, felt the need to remove myself from under that particular covering. I know it sounds like, you know, I'm so great and grand. No, no, no. I just removed myself from there and, and went and was somebody else that was already in my life, which, which is my, now my covering was already there. Um, I was able to dialogue with them about it and everything and ask that, would it be, would I be out of order by being under you rather than this person because of in a game gave the reasons and whatnot and he says listen just you be prayerful and ask the lord what you what he wants you to do and whatever your heart desire is um he will make it good for you and and so i really sensed that that was the time to move and i did and um and I, we've been blessed ever since. Uh, he has been exactly what we needed in terms of a covering. He has not tried to be just my friend. You know what I'm saying? Um, he, he's been able to speak to some areas and give fatherly advice on some things, which is what I needed at the time. Um, and still, you know, at times still get it. Um, but I, I also don't um, worry him 
I try not to be uh, worried, worrisome in that area. And as a, on a personal note, my personal tithe, I tithe directly to them. And the reason I do it is I believe in tithing up. And I yeah. also, and I also, uh, I, I get paid through ministry. So um, for me to tithe to the ministry yeah. um, to me is, and I think I've mentioned this before, I think that's, I don't think that's right. I mean, that's it recycling, technically. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, right. that's thank you. That's a good word. It's recycling. So I felt like I really want to make sure that when I do this, I do this as under the Lord. And, I, and I'm and i really doing it from the standpoint of not trying to make myself rich and, that, and yeah. all kind of stuff. Yeah. I wanted to make sure that I was tithing up. And I believe it tithing up. There's a there's a there's a spiritual thing that happens when you're able to give outside of yourself yes. and be able to do that and not be overly concerned. I don't listen. I don't care what he does with it. It don't it don't bother me. Not one iota. He has way more than I have. My, my bishop does. And Archbishop, actually. And, and I don't care because he gives me such um, wisdom keys and things. I mean, he spoke to me and said, all right, he, you know, it is, he's just nice. He just, you know, matter of fact, all right, well, listen, I want you, you know, I need you to look at some financial stuff and I want you to look around your property, around your area. And I want you to go ahead and start buying property. Anytime you see something that comes open, start looking into it, buy the property. Cause you're going to need it. You may need it. If God opens up a door for you to be able to go somewhere else, you're going to need to have property and have something under your belt. Well, I started doing that. I did it. I found out some property across the street and we, um, I told the people what we wanted to do. The people helped, helped us and we have property that's paid for. We don't, we don't owe anybody for that property. Our current property we're still paying on. Is that such a good deal? You know, there's no need for us to pay it off at the moment where we don't have to pay it off. But if we had it, I'd pay it off because uh, I hate seeing the man come for a mortgage every month. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but, 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 uh, but, the, but the point was, is that my leader, the one that was over, the one that I tithe into and I sow into, he downlined me with information and this yeah. information blessed us and i constantly tell him about that i said you know sometimes maybe he's not feeling up to it or maybe he's feeling not so good or whatever I'm like do you realize who you are you spoke into my life and as a result we have property that we would not have had yeah. had we not listened to your wisdom you know, you you know, when you say something, you're better than E.F. Hutton. When you say something, we are listening <laughs> and doing. You know what I'm saying? But my point is, is that that's that's what I, that's what to me that's a what covering the will do. To be, though. Yeah, you're right. Do. And I think a problem a lot of times is that some people are uh, hard headed or back what they used to say in my day, head hearted, and they won't um, they won't allow themselves to be submitted to someone else. You know, the scripture says, humble thyself under, he, he didn't say God go humble you. No, he says you humble yourself, yourself yeah. under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. I'm living the dream. Let me tell you, I'm living it. And um, that's it. That's good. That's good. I like that. And Pastor, we might have to talk about that because that's one thing that I be trying to do. I be trying to humble myself, but I'll be also trying to walk in false humility too, to where you acting too humble and stuff like that. So yeah, I think that you that was a that's a good point because like <laughs> like you said, do you understand who you is? Like you just download, it. like I ain't gonna care. I be looking at folks like that too, but I think that's just how we look at things now. I think I think our society and our culture has taught us to devalue each other so much 
that now it's hard for us to build those type of coverings, those type of relationships, those type of communities, because we have been taught to devalue ourselves so much. We have been taught to devalue each other. Like, bro, 19 Keith was even telling us that even within the hip hop culture, because y'all know they celebrating 50 years of hip hop all of a sudden right now. But then when you think of hip hop, you have the three aspects to thinking about it. You have the music, you have the industry, and then you have the culture. And truth is like, uh, yeah, it's a little, it's a little backwards. It's a little flip flop. It's a little divided. But I think that's why we got to keep having these powerful conversations. That's why I'm gonna start having these high level conversations now, even on a different level. I love the funny part. I love the funny part. But at the same time, I kind of also like getting deep into the stuff because I think those are the things that we have to address. You know what I'm saying? Not only as a community, but as individuals to grow the people around us. Because most people, like you said, they have a, they don't want that accountability. They don't want that. And I think that's sad because truth is you should want accountability you should want um somebody to actually fight for you defend for you you should want somebody to be able to to uh what you what you call it the, um download info downstream or whatever yeah downstream information to you so you can advance up that's why i tell people all the time even with me going to these conferences and conventions one of the reasons that i'm there of course is because i'm working but when i'm there i'm also being there being an attentive uh, correction i'm being there in attendance but also being attentive to what's going on because some of that stuff it, it, it be blessing me you know what i'm saying teaching me how to elevate my business how to elevate my career and truth is i ain't never been to a church conference because i ain't never seen you know what i'm saying a church conference that was, that was paying me to be there nor <laughs> nor did i ever pay to be at a church conference but that's what i like being at this it reminds me of those church conferences that actually pour information into you of how to develop not only yourself spiritually but as well as the ministry i think that's what our community kind of needs but like y'all said i think we we really lack in a lot of accountability within ourselves and our community period but hey it is where it is it is where it is but no i see money that came in the room money if you want to we was just going ahead and wrapping it up but we was talking about the whole covering and pastor peace that was going on this weekend about all the preachers calling this lady a witch and all whatever the case may be <laughs> you don't know i'm finna go back and rewatch it now because i seen lestrange had a video reed had a video larry reed had a video uh who Wait, was uh, being called a witch tiffany montgomery basically they were not calling her a witch but basically, you know, she's she's disagreeing with the leadership. She doesn't want to be in leadership or something like that, saying leadership isn't biblical. So yeah, they they were going for her head. Isn't is she a leader? Um, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I would say she a leader. She got a big little following type of thing, but I ain't gonna cap. Michael said I think people just be trying to be <laughs> It's, it's influencers. They want to no, be social media famous be, so bad. No, people want to take Jamal Bryant's position when it comes to going viral for saying stupid stuff. Like, <laughs> he's going to always say something that ruffles the feathers of the masses. And then there goes this views. It just, I just be looking at people like, can y'all stop? Because at this point, you're bored. <laughs> like, that's all I've chucked it up to. Maybe you need another stream of income because trying to just ruffle feathers and get the people mad. You're having too much fun with this. Like, it ain't gonna make you annoying. no money. If anything, I tell people I've been doing this for years. For anything, it might cost you more money than it might bring you. Depending but I mean, on if you're able to monetize off of your views, then yes, you'll get a little bit of change. But I just be 
Some people just want to make everybody mad, and they love making folk mad. They like being in the news, whether it's good news or bad news. And I just be like, okay, do your thing. Because <laughs> at this point, ain't no helping you. Only the Lord can help you at this point, because a lot of them swear they got therapists, and I'm like, it ain't working. <laughs> like, just We're sit down. Yeah, sit down and don't touch nothing at this point. You got to treat you like children. And mind you, this is the same lady that told us we was all going to hell for seeing Beyonce. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, okay. I figured the name. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, because I, I see the, I see the piece of the beginning of her video, and she was trying to, yeah, that was me, and I still stand by what I said. Yeah, I'm not of God for going to see that concert. I said, okay, well. <laughs> I just be like, all right, you cool? <laughs> I just feel like some people didn't eat that day and they just kind of say whatever and it's like you had a snickers or a sandwich you might feel a little better it might not cloud your judgment too much because uh some people really be going through for no reason i'm like oh i guess praise the lord (laughs) it's kind of sad because my thing is these are, if we, and I hate that people keep throwing this word around, like the influencer word and stuff like that. But when you think of it, when it comes to like church, these are some big influence, some heavy hitters, I guess, amongst church and amongst Christendom. And the problem is like, why y'all can't have these conversations like at a, at a, at a summit or something? Why y'all gotta have these conversations on the internet and be pointing things at each other, making each other look dumb, like we don't serve the same God? I just feel like, like I said, I feel like a lot of it is for the views. Like people, like you said, you say it on these big platforms, but you guys are not having these same conversations in the business meetings. Yeah. Not having these same conversations behind closed doors. So now it's all eyes on your church because somebody didn't say something crazy because they didn't took a 30 second clip from y'all three hour service. Like it, it was so much. Like y'all be wanting it's a 30 to second clip for a three hour service. Like people be wanting their church to get looked up. There was a dude who I don't remember when this testimony was had, but basically he outed his mom for sleeping with um I guess one of the deacons in the church and the deacon is married. I was just like here we go. <laughs> y'all don't got nothing better to do. Go book, go book something for your mental health, because that's what's wrong with these people for real. You, you need to go see a doctor. <laughs> Get that head checked. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Mama Lynn, and it's probably a good thing that you haven't seen it yet. Only reason, and that's another thing that I kind of like about social media sometimes, because the algorithms can keep can kind of come to blah, blah, blah. The oh. algorithm can sometimes filter <laughs> what you see so for me like i see a lot of hip-hop and entertainment stuff. i see a lot of things within arts media hip-hop entertainment but then i also get heavily saturated with a lot of the church culture stuff because you know yeah i know bridging gap you know what i'm saying so those kind of ran across my social media but if you're not following a person like brian meadows if you're not following larry if you're not following tiffany montgomery's or um what's his name ryan lestrange you probably won't always see it until it surfaces on somebody else's page. Yeah, but a lot of this Hallelujah, because I don't need all that junk. I was about to say, Mama Lane, most likely you don't want to see this food. Right, you don't even want to see that. You know, I I, 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 I understand covering because I've been questioning, do I need to get another covering? As you all know, my son is my pastor. 
But sometimes I feel, I, and here lately I've been asking the Lord, do I need another covering? And who would that person be? Because yeah. all the time I can't go to my team. Yeah. Y'all get it? Yeah, that I makes sense. You're right. You know, so I it's nothing against my son. I love my son dearly. But sometimes mama need another cover. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes I have to go to him and say, okay, I need you to put on your other hat. Drop the son hat. Put on the pastor hat. And sometimes I have to tell him, no, drop the pastor hat and put on the sun hat. Right. And I don't want to always keep taking him through that. So, you know, uh, he had soon learned how to know the difference between the two. But I'm at this point where, yeah, I think I need to get another covering. And I know he has the covering. I know. I know both the people that are his covering. So, yes. Um, but this is where I'm at at my point. But all that other stuff. And, Prophet, I was trying to find you the video somebody sent me. And I was like, I really don't want to deal with this. And they was talking about black folks for Trump. And oh, yeah. I'm going to address that one tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to talk about that one tomorrow, the black people for Trump. And I don't really got an issue with it, but that's why I said when we had the conversation the for a while. Wait a minute. Oh, the prophet, the, that, man, that man that they put up there to do that video, mm-mm. He shouldn't have never been oh, the Okay. All Probably right. not. I'm not going to talk about y'all favorite president. <laughs> yeah, money. <laughs> I mean, became, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. If it became between him and Joe Biden again, I, I'm going with Joe. I cannot. I, I I know Donald Trump's history. I cannot. And you'll yeah. be surprised how, how many people know? think it's so different. But his history is the same. I don't care. A leopard never changed his spots. Strikes, whatever. Facts. Facts. I just wish Bernie Sanders was in way better health and condition. Me too. I know who right. <laughs> I mean, this, this, no. Uh-uh. 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 And these people talking about, even if he go to jail, they going to vote for yep. him. Yup. Yup. They, go, they right. still going to ride right. or die for him. There's going to be a lot of dying for him. Because, uh, He's a lot of people's uh, liquid courage, and it's going to get them uh, beat up real bad. For real. Right, right. We're going right. to have that Alabama situation all over again. Period, period. But this the thing, though, Monty. It, you ain't going to have the Alabama situation no more, for real, because you got blacks for Trump. No, we. you are. Look, let me tell you something. Black people going to be fighting black people again. No, no. Oh, that what you mean again? It didn't stop. They already oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and that's either physically or we could even hop into the corporate world. We beating each other, trying to beat each other up the ladder. Facts. Yeah. I got to kick you down so I can make it up a little higher. Yeah. Because well, yeah. they they'll they'll pull you, put you against each other. That's what they do. Like this ain't nothing new. 
I know one Republican very close, very close. And when Trump went around the second time, he already said he couldn't vote for the man. And he made money with Trump the first time around, but the second time around, he said, I can't. He said, I can't vote for the man. I just, I think it's weird how people try to make the um, comparison between Trump going to jail and these rappers. I'm like, these are rappers. They're entertainers. This is the president, okay? You should definitely be held at a different standard than rappers. And I feel like people forget that. It's like, you have a level of accountability that we don't, we wouldn't, okay, if if we're doing, let's say, Trump versus Nicki Minaj, there's a certain level of accountability I'm going to give towards our president versus Nicki Minaj. It's Nicki Minaj. You know what I'm saying? You're a rapper. She was a Barbie. She was a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> we expect her to do that. She's an entertainer. She gets paid to entertain us. You're the president. You didn't. You don't get paid to entertain us. Like there's different responsibilities here. That's why I ask people. Like, are you gonna trust? <laughs> are you gonna trust the mechanic to do open heart surgery on you? It's no, he's a mechanic. He right, works on right. cars. Like, let I don't know. People want to be slow their whole life. I'm gonna just let him. me about this president person is that he don't want to get the entertainer's lawyer. Oh yeah, he don't want to got T.I. and Gunner lawyer for his Rico charge. Because he <laughs> thinks he's a rapper. <laughs> he feels like he's an entertainer. He don't even feel like a president. He is yeah, y'all don't be paying attention to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, oh, yes. he's gonna capitalize 7.7 million dollars off of that mug shot. I believe it, right? And then, oh, he got somebody out there selling t shirts. When he got arrested, you know, I'm looking at all of this, and now they're trying to compare. <laughs> Trump going to jail with Biden's son. Biden's son ain't running for no president. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They just be doing stuff to be doing Listen, stuff. Listen, that's why I brought that conversation last week because I heard people compare him to Jesus. Boy, I know you lying. I, Marty, I swear <laughs> to God, they tried to make Donald Trump as a martyr. Like compare him to Jesus. He being crucified. He's even on some of his shirts. He's acting like, oh well, he's standing up for justice. He's standing up for for what's right. Like what for who? They trying to act like this man is Jesus <laughs> going to jail, being crucified and convicted. So who who was they trying to give him? <laughs> I have no idea, dog. Because you got you got to trade like five people <laughs> with that one. If we doing that type of system. No, and that's why I say this conversation is so weird because even talking to the black people who are for Trumps, I kind of get them, but I kind of don't because I will like, yes, I'm going to say free Pookie, free Ray Ray, even if they commit a crime too, because they're my cousins and whatnot. But at the end of the day, if they committed a crime, then you think I'm going to be out here protesting on the street for Pookie and Ray Ray who shot? No, I just got peanut, peanut dessert to go to jail. Like your cousin needs to be in jail with his crazy tail. Y'all can't even control him. 
Are you crazy? Facts. But what and don't then, make sense to me is the blacks for jail. Like, what are we doing? Are you are you okay? Blacks for Trump? You you ain't rap too tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing though, because a lot of people are trying to say, oh, well, it's not a white and black issue. Boy, why they have blacks for Trump? Which is why they have blacks for Trump because they're trying to make sure that we don't make it a white and black issue. They might as well it... put coloreds for Trump at this point. Because <laughs> you just tap dancing at this point. I'm sick of it. <laughs> like, what? Buddy, what you calling colors for Trump? They might as well. That's what the sign should say. <laughs> the colored section. You just tap dancing for this coon. He don't care about none of y'all. It don't matter what color you are. He don't care. He about his money. <laughs> exactly. That's why I be shut up on Trump. If, if he if he ain't right to these classes, this nigga's moneyest. That's what it is. He moneyest. <laughs> moneyest is disgusting. <laughs> It is extremely disgusting. <laughs> Said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's what <where> the money is. <laughs> <Bye. laughs> and then, then he said that uh, Tracy Abrams and somebody else they they tried to find uh, votes when they they in Hillary. Oh yeah, they, yeah. They protest, and I was like, no, they didn't. Stop lying on people, and people believe it. Instead of going yeah. to look for themselves, I I just can't. I they start talking about here lately. I just turn the channel. I I can't no more. <laughs> but Mama Lynn, that's why I say you got to. We gotta fight back at some point because if we don't fight back and have these conversations, then guess what? He gonna be president again. He gonna be forty five, and he's gonna be forty seven. It ain't even the conversations anymore. We always talk about something and not doing nothing. Like, what are we going to do differently? And then why do we keep selecting? Never mind. I'm not going to get into that conversation again. Never mind. Why we keep selecting old white men to run for the president? Well, it's not even that. (laughs) If we we have certain views, I feel like one of the biggest problems we have is we're not teaching our kids what to look for and how to vote yeah yeah they they get the ballot at a certain age we weren't taught that stuff in school we weren't taught to what to look for and I, how do you even read the ballot yep yeah right. what what do you want to see or even how to look people up this is who this person is is this is what they represent and this is their background and this is what they have done or haven't done for the community for the state for the u.s whatever a lot of people don't know how to do that. And it starts with the kids because, like I said, they just give us a ballot and boom, vote. Huh? How? That's yeah. like giving somebody a fishing line in a boat. Go uh, fish. Huh? They're going to be right in that water with them fish. <laughs> you done killed that baby. <laughs> Not the in the water with the fish, buddy. The child's debate. <laughs> that's sad. That's sad. And I think that's, that's what's going on for real. We're the bait. Like that's it. I think we're the bait, and that's the saddest part about our country now. We <laughs> might be bamboozled. Duh. <laughs> that's so sad, dog. It's a whole liability. That's so sad, dog. Yep. 
sucks to say it, but <sighs> it's the truth that we don't like to admit. But listen, yeah. it's eleven o'clock, yeah. Now they got rolled up because we doing our recaps. What you say, money? <laughs> I said not eleven. Yeah, eleven. Eleven o'clock. It's eleven o'clock, <laughs> and I gotta go ahead and do my recaps from from my events for the weekend. One company already told me they just wrote me up because they want me to do my recap in the last 10 minutes of the event. And I'm like, baby, the last 10 minutes of the event, I'm trying to get out of there and go home. Did they tell you that up front? Right, yeah. Wow, Prophet, don't mess your money up. I'm not, I ain't trying to, but they got to. Oh, I've been having too many events. You want me to do a recap in the last 10 minutes? No, let me go home and I'll recap y'all on Monday like I do the rest of the company. Like, but they said the last 10 minutes, you could say, well, this was, this opportunity was horrible. Thanks. I'm telling you. Since you're rushing me, <laughs> don't ask me for an honest review or a recap and I gave it to you. Now you upset. That's what you paid me for, right? Period. <laughs> I be trying, I be trying to not act like a superstar, but uh, some of these companies be asking for it. <laughs> well, you, you wanted a rush review, so Dude. I got to give you one. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to put my clothes on, and then they asked me to do this, that, and the third. I feel rushed, but thank you for considering me, or whatever shit. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, listen, y'all. It's time for us to go ahead and get on up out of here. It's time for us to go ahead and get up out of here. This is a good conversation. Um, even though it was just a weekend rewind, and we were able to just talking about, you know, some of the things that we seen this weekend, some of the things we experienced this weekend, it was still productive. It was still evolutionary. It was still developmental for me. Um, so I appreciate you guys, not only for me, but I believe all the other people that watch. Um, y'all know on Mondays, I always ask the question, what's your weekend highlight? So I'm, of course, leave that as the question of the day. But even just to share my weekend highlight, and I kind of waited to the end because it's moments like that where sometimes, like last week, even when I was in my, my, my rut, even when I was frustrated, aggravated, and irritated, part of me kept trying to devalue myself. Part of me kept trying to belittle myself. And here it is this weekend, I realized um, even though I was facing obstacles, God gave me opportunities that allowed me to grow even higher to have even better conversations with people not only in this room but even outside of this room and it was beneficial one of the highlights of my weekend was thursday night um we were out <clears throat> after i did the photo shoot of course we went out and, and i'm kind of growing in the city of atlanta so some of these places i frequent a lot but i was going out of course after the photo shoot and somebody came up to me and knew me you know what I'm saying? Like it happens kind of often, but not as much as it's kind of been happening lately. But they actually knew me, knew how I was, and they actually valued me. Now, granted, I never met this person from Adam. Didn't know this person was following me on all my social medias and Snapchat, and know the person had wrote me on Snapchat before. Cause you know when people be hearting your picture on Snapchat, on Facebook, it'll come to your DM. But me, I kind of get a lot of those, so I never really pay attention. I might say thank you, but I might just open it and then leave it on red. But you know what? but to have somebody actually come up to me and value me and look at the work that I'm doing and say oh yeah you cool you famous you keep going not granted I ain't famous but you know what I'm saying to say oh they bad <laughs> but to see them valuing me you know what I'm saying and looking up to me that literally warmed my heart and it made me keep going as much as I wanted to quit last week y'all I'm talking about I wanted to give up on life last week. Like, it was literally hurting me. And granted, it ain't like it was a bunch going on. But at the same time, you know, like me as a young individual, 30, still out here living on my own, doing things by myself, 
I'm trying to move forward. And sometimes moving forward and getting knocked back down or getting knocked back can actually play a major role on me. You know what I'm saying? It can play a major effect on me. So I literally was crazy last week. I literally could not get it together last week. But thankfully, around by Thursday, I said, guess what? I ain't finna miss out on this money. I'm finna go do what I need to do. And eventually, I end up getting myself together. Like I said, shout out to Emmy, shout out to JY, shout out to everybody, Pastor Strong, all y'all that text me, called me, and pushed me. Thank you guys so much because I can tell that you guys value me. I can tell you guys love me. And I can tell that what we're doing is actually not only playing a, a big role in the people's lives that's in this room and come in here and interact with us, but as well as the people outside of this room, outside of this podcast. Some people that don't even listen to the podcast, but at the same time know what I'm doing, they're still being blessed by it. And I thank God for that, as well as I thank God for all of y'all, because y'all continuously keep me on my toes. So yeah, that was one of my weekend highlights, being able to see Steve Harvey, Tabitha Brown, Debbie Fresh, uh, Miss Tandy, all of them. Like that was it was a blast of a weekend, but now I got to do this recap uh, and go ahead and get, get connect with some of these ministries and stuff and, and have a productive Monday. So, yeah, it's time for me to go and get off here. But pull to refresh, the few of you guys are on the stage, and we're going to go in that order with, of course, giving final remarks on anything in the conversation. And then, of course, if you have a weekend highlight or anything, memory that you want to share or something like that, feel free to go ahead and give that. But pull to refresh, who you guys are on the stage, and we're going to go in that order, starting with Mama Lynn. Mama Lynn, it's on you. Doop. Take this earpiece off so y'all can hear me a little better. Um, great conversation. I enjoyed it. Uh, Prophet, I enjoyed watching you uh, through Facebook and Instagram uh, this weekend. Just to see the smile on your face. and You look, you, you, you look like you was enjoying yourself. Just having fun and letting go of the stresses uh the world you look relaxed so that was good to see um just head up i'm glad you took the week off gave you a chance to woosah but don't forget to do what me and ebony told you to do uh we'd be looking forward to our stuff hurry up and check it out uh yeah i need some of that love you I got you. <laughs> I got you. Listen, I think those gift cards came with this package. Just just came today. I don't even know what the package is. But y'all know why I was on the show, the FedEx man, and dropped some off at my door again. So I'm going to have to go down there and see what it is. But I'm going to put y'all one to the side just because y'all asked for it and just because I believe in being a blessing to y'all. I used to be giving out $20 on here to all the people that's on here, but you know, I can't do that no more. But for the ones that's on here now, like you and Mama Lynn, Evan, I can go ahead and send y'all a gift card. What you say? Look out for the mamas and the aunties. So I got you. I got you. We're going to promote you anywhere go. I do anyway. I would love if you you wish to traveling profit and brought your business up this way. You know, <laughs> hey, you never know. Might look up you be in Cincinnati promoting. I don't know what PNG or something. Yep. Coca Cola left us and went to Atlanta, so you know Pepsi left and I don't know where they went to. So you know, uh, yeah probably look up you be here so 
Never well, I'm know. Gonna, I'm gonna get back on the road one day. I really am. But what I'm actually waiting on now is to actually get back on the road with my own impact and influence. Oftentimes, I was on the road traveling for other people, being a brand ambassador, being a model, being an MC for other people. But what I'm really trying to do now is also, like I said, bring those companies that I work for now. PNG because I've actually worked for PNG before Coca-Cola, Pepsi, all this other stuff, and bridge the gap within communities. So if I could start connecting with churches who want to do community engagements instead of coming and buy me for speaking engagements, even though I love a good speaking engagement, I love a good preach, I love to talk a little bit, but I also love building those community engagements. So when I start working with other companies and ministries to where we can actually start bringing those community engagements, then I'm gonna start traveling again. But right now I'm just working on you know trying to bridge the gap with in these companies so they can have the conversation of what does it look like for Coca-Cola to come out there and sponsor a church event? What does it look like for PNG to come out there and sponsor a church event? What does it look like? Even the school events. A lot of them have been sponsoring and partnering with me to do some of the school events that I do, but even still, it's kind of a little iffy with that because of what they want to teach kids in school, how we want to introduce things in schools. Like even now, I'm even have to like rehash um, my presentation sometimes um, when it comes to me giving um, like speeches and stuff like that when I'm doing pet rallies because certain things you cannot even say to kids anymore, or mention anymore, and it's kind of hard to. Yeah, so eventually we're gonna come back. We're gonna come back and y'all gonna be part of the team. Y'all gonna get VIP tickets, gonna be on stage with me. Like, I can't even wait to do a live waking up with the prophet one day. I might just tell everybody, come to Atlanta and we're gonna do a live waking up with the prophet and just be up there having fun. So, yeah, I trust me. I got you. Thank you so much for just believing in me and supporting me, though. I really do appreciate that. I really do love you, Mama Lynn. But, Ebony, I'm throwing it over to you. Sorry, y'all. I was trying to get off of the other app. Um, yeah, great, great combo. Um, I was able to stay awake, even though I said I was going to sleep. I really ain't going to go to sleep now. But <laughs> um, this girl get back at me about two o'clock. But um, yeah, great time as always. Good listening. It's always um, Mondays are kind of days for me to either rest or I'm super busy. But either way, this kind of helps me to get through it uh, most of my days. Um, this show in the morning helps me to, to, to get through it. It's it's my background. It keeps me, um, you know, interested and engaged. Cause sometimes I just be wanting to hop back in the bed. So <laughs> appreciate that. Um, what was the question of the day? Just the weekend, like, like anything from the weekend. Highlight of my weekend. Um, just doing ministry with my family, you know. Being able to, um, so Thursday night we opened up for, it was this this organization's like first gathering, kind of like that holy convocation, but the preacher we opened up for was Pastor Timothy Newton. You know he's like real big on TikTok. Um, he always has like viral like shout songs, mm-hmm. like songs he'll take and they like be go, they go viral. Like he's he's a big deal on TikTok, so it was kind of cool um, opening up for him. And just seeing the impact like of my husband's ministry and you know people being blessed by his music, these are songs that I have seen him suffer for, I've seen him labor through. You know, he ain't he ain't singing nobody else's stuff. Like this this is what God gave him and just right. to see, you know, those lyrics bless people. Like I know like the seasons that he wrote them in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it hits different. Like y'all just see a song, but I remember the tears that came when the song was written. Like I was there. And so just seeing the impact of his music all weekend long, being able to travel, my babies being there, 
to see firsthand. Of course, Rain is the biggest fan out there jumping and screaming. She knows all the songs. She knows all the all the ad libs. <laughs> like she she knows it all. She's her daddy's biggest fan. And even Roman now, um, my mother was holding him Thursday while we were singing. He starts fussing and crying. And the second my husband started singing, like he mellowed out and fell asleep. So like even my kids, like just being doing ministry, having our kids there to see it and the impact. It was just really dope. Like I said, it's a little ghetto. You're in your thirties trying to hit the road. You know, again, like I said, we used to be able to do like three and four hits in a weekend and it was nothing because we was younger and we had no kids or whatever, but now you got kids, you're a little older, it's a little, little harder on the body. But it was a blessing, nonetheless, uh, for us to just be together so much this weekend. Um, all before my daughter went to school, you know, having that dinner last night, taking them somewhere that means a lot to us, somewhere that we really love, somewhere where we used to go and date often before we had kids, like taking them there. That was really sentimental and really dope. So that's my hot date. But I hope everybody has an amazing Monday. Hope you guys continue to have a great day. Um, and God willing, I'll see you guys back tomorrow. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And shout out to Rain and her picture, her first day of school picture. I had just went on your Facebook page to see it because I want to go back and watch the performance. But I see Rain little first day of school pictures. Oh, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> shout out to all the kids going back to school today. My nieces and nephews are going, um, having their first day of school today. And I called my niece yesterday. I was like, you ready for tomorrow? You ready? She said, yeah, I'm ready. I'm nervous, but I'm ready. I said, okay, well, call me out to school and let me know how it goes. So shout out to everybody going to school today. <laughs> That's what's up. All right, Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. Great room. I'm actually happy to see um, and hear what we needed to hear. Um, it's, it, everything is always great, and I'm just glad. Uh, to be a part of it. Um, thankful to God for what I'm seeing and for what the things are happening. I am uh, happy. I saw a prophet Christian is here and I think he had a, uh, some kind of a major thing going on as well. I was like, Lord Jesus. Yeah, he had propelled this weekend. I know. It's like, you know, and the stuff that they were talking about, I was like, mm. you know, I thought I was a, I thought I was a, uh, what do you call it? A, uh, an expert, but I guess an expert means you used to uh, have a, uh, little bit of a water thing there. I don't know, you know, the squirt with the expert. Anyway, um, um, had a kid. Uh, I loved what I was hearing though. And I was like, thank you to be a part. I know. Oh, you watched it live? No, I didn't watch it live. Uh, I just saw some different clips he put out there. But oh, anyway, I gotta go watch yeah, it. great weekend. Uh, pray for me. I'm waiting for my car. So I'm probably have to get a lift to work today and do what I got to do. Be blessed. Amen. Be blessed. Be blessed. That's what's up. Well, Pastor Charles, if you need anything, just always reach out. I'm going to go find these clips now. Because what's crazy is I forgot. I remember seeing them this week. Y'all yeah, know. So, so I be trying on the weekends. Like, if I'm actually out booked and busy, I be trying to be on social media, even posting myself because, you know, I be out. But then at the same time, it's hard being my own videographer as well as being influenced out talking to everybody, trying to stand there and model. Hey, how you doing? Kissing babies. Whoop the whoop. Like, it be uh, Lord, it'd be a lot. But yeah, I'm going to have to go back and watch that clip because I seen part of something on there this weekend. But like I said, just like everybody else, I skimmed over it real quick. But I'm going to have to go back and watch it. Shout out to Prophet Christian going propel. Monty B, I'm throwing it over to you. Go ahead. Final remarks so we can highlight. Doop, doop. Um, you know, what I did catch was good <laughs> in this room. 
Um, oh, I guess this weekend was busy. I ain't going to hold you. We had uh, my son's football game. They got smacked real bad. Um, they look cute doing it, though. Their first game, though? Yeah, they got smacked real bad. It's like, it wasn't real bad. They lost by literally one touchdown. Um, but they didn't score nothing, so you understand. Um, so they had the new uniforms came in. They got three uniforms. These kids is, I don't know what they're getting them ready for, the NFL or what. Um, <laughs> got so many games coming up and scrimmages in between. So I'm just like, all right, well, I guess we're going to figure this out somehow, especially with how busy my schedule is. Um, I did a music video yesterday, um, and my kids got to be in it as well, so that was pretty cool. Um, I don't know when we're going to finish it up. Um, I guess I'll find out. They need to tell me something, because y'all know I like to switch my hair, and it's just not going to make sense on film if my hair is different. (laughs) You're going to be looking like a Tubi movie. (laughs) Look, shoot. As long as that check rolling, I don't care what movie it is. So, that was this past weekend, this upcoming weekend. We got so much coming up. I believe this is the weekend that um, Leandria will be here. So, I think we're opening up for her or something like that. So, I got to look at my schedule. But, um, yeah, it was my weekend highlight. Oh, and my mom got to be in the... The video with me because she was an innocent bystander so they put her in there too <laughs> <laughs> look everybody in the music video that's what's up though <laughs> well, get this bag keep the money in the family i tell people that all the time the facts facts that's what's up listen i'm even thinking about having a um like a money conversation later on this week i think i have to text pastor anthony last night um, I don't know if I sent the message, but I even want to have that money conversation because I think that we need to start teaching our families, our kids, you know, how to make more money. That was one of the great things about being in, at InvestVest. Uh, there were so many kids with businesses. Like, you would think that a lot of the sponsors and booth people and stuff would have been, of course, a business that's been established, you know what I'm saying, for years and years and years. No, what was surprising about InvestFest in the vendor area and the vendor spaces that you had so many young kids that had started businesses. I'm talking about children's books, kids' clothing, financial literacy for kids. That It was so amazing seeing so many kids with their own business starting off that way. Now, granted, it makes me think, huh, did the parents push them to start this or was it their own creativity? But either way, it was still amazing to see. And then one thing that they were also teaching some of the kids is how to make residual. And that's something that I love teaching folks about too, how to make residual money. Because one thing that we have t- we were taught by seeing grandma and granddad and all them other stuff is that you always got to go to work. You always got to go to work. When truth is, you can make work come to you. You can make that money chase you by getting residuals, by getting other passive incomes and stuff. So that was literally a blessing seeing all them kids with that. So shout out to, yeah, yeah, shout out to you making the money. Y'all still selling popcorn for the uniforms too, money? Yeah, um, well, it's not for the uniforms. It's for funding for like away trips. But um, we are still selling it until this Friday because I think they're about to come up with another fundraiser. Um, But I'll put all the information out there. But the video that I posted on Instagram 
Um, I keep forgetting I have to start using all my social media platforms to post. I don't feel like I get too much traction with TikTok, but TikTok get on my nerves anyway. Um, so usually Facebook is where I get a lot of my traction. Um, Instagram, I have to probably start putting a little more time into that. I do have a pretty decent following, but y'all know I don't use social media for that because you have to be cautious when you have kids that you post up on your page because they're still weirdos out here. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll be posting um, some more stuff um, so everybody can get their orders in. And I keep telling everybody that's out of state, you can make your purchase. You do not have to pay for shipping. We will do the shipping and all of that stuff for the kids, for the um, for friends and family that are out of state that placed orders. Okay, awesome, awesome. So yeah, that's the one thing I was I was uh, wondering when I seen the video. Like, can y'all support like you know? other people in different states and stuff like that because anytime i can i always try to support you know the people around me especially the ones like you that have kids and stuff like that because i don't know how y'all be out here living life we're having two and three extra bodies to take care of like I'm yeah a lot of people don't that's why i can't stand when they want to rush people that are like actual parents that actually have their kids all the time right. <laughs> i'm like how, how are you rushing somebody or it don't, it don't even be the rushing, really. It'd be the being inconsiderate of people's time. Yeah, yeah. If you know I'm a background vocalist, and you paid me to do background, and you asked me to be at sound check at 6.30, and we don't do sound check until 7.30, that was a whole hour I could have used to do something else. Right. Because now my kids is asking for fruit snacks. They hungry. They head hurt. They stomach hurt. They ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I at least make sure my kids is dressed and out the way and chilling. But when you running up that time, they get a little restless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I pray that God give hey, you more to the kids. <laughs> hey, Monty. Hey, Kristen. God bless you, woman of God. God bless everybody in the room. Amen. Good morning. Good what morning. is your goal? My goal for what? That you're trying to reach financially for the what what's the amount? The fundraising. For fundraising? And if you if you need to, yes, if you need to back channel me, that's fine. But if you can say it, that's fine too. Oh, my goal um that I set for my son since it was like so fast that we did this fundraiser was four hundred. When do you need it? Friday. Okay, can you back channel me please? Yes, I can. Thank Period. you. The Kingdom Fonder. Period. See, that's why I love this room so much. Prophet, don't be scared on everybody, please. <laughs> it just sound really moist. I did spit, though. No. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> hey, you. But shout out to Christy being in the room. One of the Kingdom Fonders. I love that. Prophet Christy, go ahead, man. Go. We close. I'm glad now. he came in here because he be saying you straight. <laughs> right. I'm coming to me together. <laughs> but Prophet Christian, go ahead, man. I want you to tell us how your weekend was, tell us how Propel was. Uh, what's interesting is one of the events that I had to work uh, Sunday, yesterday, was a Propel event, like Propel the Water, like the water mm -hmm. Propel. I wow. had to work literally for Propel this Sunday, which I thought was so ironic when I seen your flyer. So tell me, man, how was everything? Go ahead, check in. Man of God. We had an amazing time this weekend. Um, of course, it was the inaugural event 
Um, it was the first that has ever been done. Why, why is it is your organization against my 
That's Why good. is it your fellowship Peace. against my fellowship? Peace. Why can't we come together and rub elbows with each other Peace. and take what we need to take and go into kingdom? Take time. So, 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 so that's what Propel did. That's what Propel is. So this weekend, there was a lot of answers that prelates got. There were a lot of answers that senior pastors received, and there was a lot of freedom that hit the room. Let me tell you something. When you watch it on Saturday, you will see the power of God, but there was fire that happened all over the room. And when we come together and we collaborate and we really do kingdom, all right. <laughs> Let me tell you something, man of God. The people didn't want to leave, and we were already finished. We were finished. The, the man of God that, that taught and released was done. The people of God were crying out and screaming and laying themselves out. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. The power of God was in the room. Nobody had to lay hands. They was falling out on their own. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. That, that's the kind of power that we have, right? Glory to God, when we operate in kingdom. So so that's what Propel was is and what it was all about. And I'm telling you the truth, man of God, God blew my mind and he blew uh, my sister's mind. Um, we're just the visionaries, right? God just put the burden on us. Everybody has been crying for it and the burden was put on us. So we So we pushed it out and we curated a space so that thy kingdom can come and his will can be done. Amen. So that's what Propel was about. It was absolutely amazing. And the testimonies from the weekend are still coming in. My life is forever changed and I'm not going back. So we are forever grateful to God and we are thankful for what he has done this weekend. Um, and we're going to continue because Propel is not just a moment, it's a movement. And so we, we're, we're waiting to hear from God, hallelujah, on the next and what the next and where the next. So continue to pray for me, amen. Uh, you know, I, I'm silent a little bit. I'm not here every day like I used to be, but I'm working. Wow. Hallelujah. So pray my strength in the Lord because we've got to move in a space of excellence because God has ordained it and he's calling for it. And we got to stop the foolery. We got to stop the rhetoric. We got to stop the foolishness that we see. And things got to be done in decent and in order. So we thank the Lord. God bless each and every one of you. I love y'all. And uh, may heaven smile upon you is my prayer. Amen. Look, Christian. Awesome. Yes, ma'am. I was telling a lot of these people, I said, the only thing that separates us as far as these denominations usually is lack of knowledge and offense. There's not too much that separates us, but, you know, once everybody get out their feelings, we could do a little better, too. <laughs> once they get out their feelings, you hear me? Okay. My God. That's good. Feelings don't pay the bills. <laughs> At all. That's real good. I like that. We're going to add that to the book, and I'm going I'm to write your name down. Hallelujah. That's going to be your quote right there. I'm telling you the truth. Okay. I'll I, I tell you another thing that separate us too is family because some of us we get in these high positions and then we become absolutely mother you said something somebody go slap him it can't be me but lord i need you to come down here and just knock him upside the head shake him something i don't know what you need to do pull off your belt i don't know what you need to do 
But, uh, yeah. I got it, Lord, and we do some slaps. (laughs) 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 Y'all know they can run away their own family. They, 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 you know, they lose their wisdom. I'm going to put it that way. They lose their wisdom. And their compassion. So I'm going to leave it there. Because Christian opened up a can of worms. <laughs> Show love, though. <laughs> Y'all are so right about it. But that's why, hey, I'm trying to do my little part. And I thank God that everybody in this room is doing the part that they can to make sure that we are combating these type of things. Because truth is, hey, if, who, if ain't nobody else going to be the light, who going to be the light? Prophet Christian said, hey, there's a burden, you know what I'm saying, that's out there. But guess what? Somebody got to birth it. So... I'm with you. I'm with you. But yeah, let's go ahead and close this room on now. I got to finish this recap. Yeah, y'all yeah, know I be, I be somewhat working, but then I be somewhat doing everything else So I, because I be trying to actively listen. But in this season, like I said, I'm going to go ahead and get it to work now and get to work. But I want to thank you guys all for coming on here. I thank God for this room, this space, and the conversations that we're having in this room. I believe by faith that God is getting ready not only to continue to take me to another level, but everybody that's connected to me, I believe by faith that God is prof- Compelling us. Amen. God is causing us to go higher. He's causing us to go farther. He's expanding us, increasing us, and enlarging us. And I'm thankful for that. But let's go ahead and pray. And then we're going to go ahead and close this room out. Father God, we thank you for this moment. We thank you for this space. God, we thank you for this time. God, we thank you for this fellowship. God, we thank you, oh God, for everything that was released in this room on today. We pray that it will positively impact our life and cause us to move forward effectively in the calling that you have placed in us. God, we thank you, oh God, for every person in this room and every person under the sound of my voice that may even listen to the replays. God, continue to bless them. Continue to speak to them, oh God. Continue to allow your spirit to rest on them like never before. God, enlarge them, increase them in Jesus' name. And Father, allow them to return here tomorrow with a positive attitude, a positive heart, oh God. And anything that comes against them, oh God, we speak by faith that no weapon formed against them will be able to prosper and it's in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen all right y'all i love y'all i'm praying for you guys i hope you have a peaceful prosperous and productive day and guess what i'll see you guys again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m for waking up with the prophet this room is ending in three two one bye